And welcome to another episode of the Stop and Swap podcast, another video game podcast. I'm Craig. I'm Brad. And I'm, oh, and I'm Don. I already ruined it. What's going what? on? Great, guys. We're going to start over, but we're not going to start over. No, we're not going to start over. That was perfect. That is yeah. perfect. So, yeah, episode 10 of the Stop and Swap cast. It's Craig and I, and a special guest. We have Don with us. Hey. Hi. What's going on? Hi, Don. Hi, Don. So, uh, first, what has, uh, we'll start with our guest. Don, what have you been playing? Well, lately I've been playing a lot of Black Desert Online. It's like this year's whatever MMO, like big MMO. It's huge in Korea right now, and they just ported it over to U.S. servers like, I don't know, three or four months ago. A couple weeks ago we got into it. Before that it was Dark Souls 3. Lots of Dark Souls 3. Ugh, I can't play Dark Souls. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I get too angry. Like... Like if I just constantly die, I just get furious and have to stop playing. Yeah, it's a really infuriating game. <clears throat> yeah. It's really pretty rough. Because I had played a little Dark Souls 1 and a little Bloodborne. Yeah. And I, I had to stop both. I've so. never played Bloodborne, you know, but and I've also never played the first Dark Souls. I started with the second one, which is the mm-hmm. allegedly the easiest of the, the three. So it's also the, le- the least liked of the three, it if is. I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it is. But I loved it because it was just easy mm-hmm. enough for me to get into. And then three came out, and that is just just brutal. Absolutely yeah. brutal. Well, you, I don't even know what you guys are talking about. What, Dark Souls? <laughs> it's a hard-ass game. Brad doesn't play anything modern. Like, this is probably the most modern topic we've had on the show so far. Oh, that's so, okay. Yeah, I play a lot of retro the, stuff, too, but, I mean, I'm really into, like, I'm really into modern, you know, games. The newest, game the newest games. system I own yeah. is, like, the latest edition, I'll have to say, is the PS2. And I haven't actually played it. I just have games for it. Yeah. Like, that's And I just got one. When Craig gave me the one that's been sitting in his trunk for two years. Really? I mean, excuse me, you're the, I think the GameCube is a year newer than that. Is it? Well, I was just saying that the newest addition to my... my, my oh, hardware, oh, yeah. like you did. Hardware, okay, okay. I, I mean, okay, then GameCube, Wii. I have a Wii. Okay. Yeah, there, you go. Wii, yeah. there you go. Wii is nice. You can get your aerobics in, I guess, with a Wii. <laughs> yeah. I have a I PS3, have like... but I only use it for Netflix. You're, you're a PC guy. I am a PC guy. I, did. I just built my PC. Oh, really? First time. Yeah. Oh, you like it? I, I do like it, yeah. What are you doing um, with it? Uh, mostly Overwatch right now. Oh, yeah. Which which gets into my what I've been, I've been playing. Yeah. Um, I've been playing a lot of Overwatch with my friends lately. Uh, not like not a shit ton. Like I'm only level like, 35. Yeah. But that's a lot for me. But I've seen people online that are like over 100. Wow, really? You know, yeah, it's pretty crazy. And I mean, it's not like... I mean, you just have to play a lot to get there. It's not really like a skill thing to get that high. I mean, I beat people, like, consistently crush people that are that level. So, I mean, whatever. It's relatively new. Didn't it just come out like a month ago or something like that? Uh, yes, yeah, just about a month old now. Yeah. Well, so what's the progression so, like? I didn't even know you could level. Like, do you get um, other weapon sets you, or? No, it's, uh, all the characters have, like, all the weapons from the get-go. Yeah. I mean, there's only, like, really one sort of move skill, well, move set for every character. Sure. But, um... Each level, basically, you unlock a uh, like a loot box, which is essentially skins and uh, voice clips and things like that. Oh, I see. So it's so all it's, cosmetic. it's all cosmetics. Yeah. But you can either like get one each level you level up, and you get I think four or five items mm-hmm. randomly distributed, and then uh, or you can pay microtransactions to get them sure. to get a bunch at once. So uh, uh, I say fuck that. Microtransactions, huh? Those are great. Those are a bunch of, yeah. of bullshit. But it's all optional, so I don't care. It's just like yeah. people are like freaking out, like. This is the douchiest, like, pay model system ever. And I'm just like, dude, they just make you look cool. Like, yeah. It doesn't make you better. If, yeah. if it's a pay-to-play kind of thing, then fuck it. But, like, that where no. it's, like, you don't need it, 
No, it's, it's fine. fine. I mean, if people want to pay for it, I don't care, but I have no desire to. So. Yeah, yeah. Though the game I'm currently playing right now is very similar to that. There's like people cosmetic. Bitch about whatever they can. Well, you can't make everybody happy all the time, right? Yeah. Yeah. So. And um, besides that, the only thing I've been playing is uh, I got back into Pokemon. Oh uh, yeah. Because of uh, well, I, I play like I played on and off forever. Which iteration? Um, right now I've been working on uh, Pokemon Alpha Sapphire, which is on 3DS. Oh, okay. Um, and I've also been playing the Pokemon Red uh, port they put on there on the 3DS. Sure. It's the original one because they're uh, they're making it so you can like dump Pokemon to get on that onto the new one when it comes out in the fall. Did you say that's Pokemon Red? Yeah, the original. I think that's the first RPG I ever played. My friend yeah, Eben Schultz back home in Maine <laughs> let me borrow his Game Boy and his Pokemon Red game. Yeah. And it was the very first, and I was so hooked on RPGs. Like ever since then, that was it. Yeah. The um, the first RPG I ever played was Mario RPG, like <laughs> yeah. but I had no idea what I was doing. But Pokemon Red was like the first one I actually like. I got as my own, and I understood, and yeah. it took over my life from there on. Yeah. yeah, I actually, you know what? I think Pokemon was also the first game that I really understood. Because if you think back yeah. about how you looked at video games when you were like eight, nine, ten. Maybe a little bit younger. It was all yeah. just a mystery. You're like, what the hell's even going on? Oh yeah, and I think the last episode I talked about, I think Pokemon is the reason like I got into gaming itself. Yeah, like just the friend circle that I met playing it. Just bunch of fucking of nerds. Basically, yeah. Bunch of nerds. Brad, what, what, what are you? What were you gonna say there? <laughs> what? You're gonna chime in there? I thought. Yeah, it's probably not important. Yeah, probably not. Oh well. So, what have you been playing yeah, what, though, Brad? Yeah, it's your turn. I. Moving into uh-huh. your new place simulator, 2016. That was, that was a couple weeks ago. Thank oh. God, that's done with. There's one box left to unpack, but there's nowhere to put it, so it's not getting unpacked yet. Um, what have I been playing? Uh, I had to go and uh, meet up with a friend of mine, Alex, to get money from my other friend, Adam, who's his roommate, who wasn't home. So I was hanging out with Alex, and we played Enter the Gungeon. Oh, yeah, is, that's pretty new, isn't it? Yeah, it's like a... I mean, Seen it's like on. an indie game. It's like a top-down... Uh, yeah, I've seen it on Steam. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, like a twin-stick shooter? or is Yeah, it... it's a twin-stick shooter, which I'm terrible at, because like, I can't, I can't like get the separation of my thumbs yeah. to work together. And I, just, <laughs> I can't do it. And it's fucking a brutal game. But um, I think it's only like eight levels or something. It's like for every chamber of a gun. Is it um, uh, multi, like a local multiplayer top-down, everyone shares the same view kind of thing? Yeah, exactly. And, yeah. Uh, you know Each, every time you start level one, it's randomly generated, so the map is always oh, cool. different. Um, and it's fucking hard. It's like so fucking hard. Yeah, you but know, I was terrible at it. Well, it's hard to get. Is there friendly damage and all that too? Like, you have to watch out. I don't think so. You know, a buddy, a couple of buddies of ours, or of mine rather, and I were playing this game a couple of weeks ago, and it was very similar to that. Uh, Hell Divers. Have you guys ever heard of Hell Divers? No. It's basically what you're describing, except there's team damage, so you have to watch out for it. It's so hard. Yeah. So hard. What else? I played... I started to, and then very quickly stopped playing uh, Mist on the 3DO. Ooh. <laughs> I love Mist. That's one of my I, favorite, all-time I favorite adventures. I, I, was like, I was, like, trying to do it, and then I was just like, this fucking sucks. On a 3DO? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just got... That just, like, hit me. Yeah, on a fucking 3DO. That's why. I think it was just like, I was like, every time I hit a direction, it would take like three seconds for it to fucking like move. I was like, oh, this fucking sucks. 
Oh yeah, no, I remember that. Of my, I remember the first time we played it. We played it, and my buddy Phil's dad had like a 386 computer, like an old one. And you used to, we timed it. It was like 11 seconds between frames. You just had to yeah. wait. It was so it's long. The, it's the worst. And like, what really got me is like, I was like, okay, I'm like figuring out and pulling levers, and then there was like this note I had to read, but I couldn't fucking read it because like it was so blurry on the screen. I was like, this looks like shit. I can't even read the note. It's like a cursive and like it was like a doctor wrote it. Yeah, and right. It's fucking just like blurry on the screen. I was like, fuck this. And I like turned it off. I was like, yeah, I'm done with that. Put that back on the shelf. Yeah, well, they have remastered editions that you can play if you're into the story that are really excellent. But uh, Mist was I one would, of the greatest. Yeah. It's, I, like, I, it's not like every system. Like I want to play it. And I was like, that's why I bought it. Yeah. I, I shouldn't have bought it for the 3DO, but. No. Have you I ever. Also, the game I was on the DS. Have you ever played the sequel, Riven? No. By any chance, that is like really cool. It's like mist, all the but you're actually walking around in a world. There's no panels or anything like oh, that. Oh well, that's good. Is it a point and click adventure or is it? Uh, actually, else? you know, actually, you know what? I could just. It might be that much better that I recall it not being point and click, but it may be. But it's still a lot. You know, it's the same deal. It's like you know, journeyman kind of style. I used to yeah, play that. I, I've never played it, so I really have no idea what type of game it is. I know it's supposed to be really good, and I feel like it'd be yeah. right up my alley. Yeah. But I just I <clears throat> for the five minutes I was playing, I was like, nope, done, all set. Yeah. Well, I don't think it would be necessarily right up your alley. No. Well, the type of game because that's sort of what I was saying about you know earlier when I was saying I think there's a reason why you're not into like contemporary you know adventure style games and Mist is sort of like one of the first games that kind of did what people I think in my opinion everybody that makes an adventure game nowadays is just copying what Mist did it's been released on 12 platforms it's on 12 platforms yeah and uh, the most recent is a 3DS and it has a 23 on Metacritic 23 (laughs) (laughs) is that the is that the user score or uh, it's the Metascore, so oh. from from four a whopping four reviews. So, yeah. Man. Well, you know, uh, YouTube generation. <laughs> it's kind of hard to keep yeah, them entertained. Much. Uh, mm. Fuck Metacritic. Um, the other game I started playing, and then again stopped because I was like, yeah, I've already played this. Uh, I I started playing Octodad, <laughs> and there's a reason because. Uh, Did you do that to yourself? Why would I do that to myself? Yeah. Well, this kind of ties into our pickups thing soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I fucking love Octodad. Yeah. It's so good. Love it. I love those indie games. It's fucking weird. Like Goat Simulator? Yeah. Genius. Sure. Uh, uh, <laughs> Amazing Frog, Don. You should play that. Amazing Frog? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like top tier PC game. Uh, so good. You'll fucking hate it. Um, <laughs> I'm actually a huge fan of indie games. That play it, oh, this is not the kind of thing that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at it right it's like, now. It's like Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, so it's frogs. like Goat Simulator with a, no. It's like Goat Simulator with a frog, right? Yeah, I guess so. Uh, so nah, nah. cross yeah. Goat Simulator and GTA. Oh, but, there you uh, go. I started Kinda. playing uh, the last game I started playing, and I got stuck into a point, and it's not working on my computer. And I was like, "There's no way I'm this bad at this." And I looked up, and other people had the same issue. But I started playing uh, Brothers: A Tale of Two Sons. Yeah. Which I was enjoying, then I got fucking stuck at this one spot, and I'm like, this isn't that hard, why can't I just swing up there, and it won't let me, because the fucking kid can't swing high enough, and people are like, it's your frame rate, you gotta turn it down to 720p, this, that bullshit, and I'm like, what, what the fuck? I don't know, some weird glitch, I haven't really... Sure, What do you? and what system are you playing that on? PC. Oh. I don't know what it is, I didn't look into it too much. Yeah. Send me, if you can like find a clip of this, send it to me, I played it like... Two years ago, I think I played on the PS3 originally. Sure, it was free on PS PS Plus. So. 
Um, it's a fun game though. I'm like, yeah. I'm enjoying I, it. I really liked it a lot. That's why I, I gifted you the copy because I was like, here. You, I, is that this. how I got it? Because I don't remember how I got it. Yeah, I gifted it to you because I got I got a code for I think a dollar, and I was like, here, Brad can finally play it, so I gave it to you. Oh yeah. Yeah, I've been enjoying it. I like it. Or it was in, like a humble bundle or something. One of those. Whatever. Oh, yeah. humble bundle's great, isn't it? Yeah. That's just something else. Yeah. It's good stuff. You know what? Actually, I did just finish playing a couple weeks ago. That's worth mentioning if you're talking about adventure games. Um, uh, Firewatch. That it's an indie game on Steam. Oh it's my like God. Unity. I play that. Oh man. Yeah. Don't spoil it. Though, I won't. On my to-do list. I won't spoil it. I'm hoping it goes here, up. But I will I'm say hoping... that it is just totally compelling for the time that you spend in the game. Yeah, I heard it's really awesome. Yeah. Until you get like to the end, and then the end's kind of mad. Yeah, the end's kind of like it sounds. It just smells like production deadlines. You know, yeah, but but that so. doesn't matter because again, I mean, the game itself is just totally great. I, yeah. I, I like that's a that's a game I can play like a, a walking simulator adventure game. Like I'm totally on board. Like Stanley oh. Parable, yeah. I love. Oh yeah, that's a great one, huh? That one was so good. How far did I you get? It. I I never I spent like maybe about ten or twelve hours on it and then kind of dumped on Stan- down. On Stanley Parable, yeah. Uh, I didn't get all the endings myself. Like, did, well, there, I there's there's I got I think I got every single one. Like I, I got about half of them my own. Then I was like, I just got to figure them out. So I just like went online to see what they had. Yeah. There's there's a couple that like you literally have to. Did you ever get the one with the, the like the the conscious game where you like the baby's walking towards the fryer? Uh, you have to hit the button. <laughs> no. Okay, so there's that one. That's like kind of an ending. Sure. You keep pressing the button and playing this game so the baby doesn't get into the fire. Yeah. You do it for like eight hours. You get a different ending. Okay. You have to do it for eight hours, and I'm like, I'm not spending eight hours on that. Yeah, right. Yeah, you watch the YouTube video instead. Yeah. Right. But yeah, Stanley Parable, fucking great. His mm. sequel game. Did you play the Beginner's Guide? No. No, I didn't know that they had a they had. A it's sequel. from one of the guys. It's one not like one the of the same. guys. He he. His second game is called the Beginner's Guide. It's yeah. like a walking simulator. Uh, I don't know. It's it's a game. It's I, not a game. It's not a game. No, I want to <laughs> do. I want to do an actual whole episode on it i want to replay it because it only takes what like an hour yeah yeah it's not long but it was a. I I felt immersed like i played it through in one sitting what stanley parable no No, this was uh beginner's guy oh oh sure it's like a one it's a one like it's a linear path like you can't sure like get a different ending i don't recall so no No, i don't think so firewatch was was like that too it was uh 14 hours and that was it it was a very short hours yeah Bit, maybe, maybe less, maybe less. Yeah. That sounds, that sounds like t- more than twice the length of what I expected it. <laughs> yeah, that's that's almost I said twice like maybe as long like three, of a game. Maybe four hours. <laughs> Full disclosure: I probably like fell asleep at the keyboard and left my computer on overnight. <laughs> <laughs> it's been known to happen. Yeah, I, uh, it's on my to-do list. Yeah, <laughs> I'm hoping it goes on the uh, Steam sale, which starts Friday. Oh, does it? Yeah. Summer sale? Yeah. yeah. <sighs> Actually, I think it's Thursday, the 23rd. Give all my money to game. I thought it was 24th. I was okay. Yeah, it's, it starts and it goes until the 4th of July. So. Yeah. You know, I don't know that there's anything I'm really wanting. I, I have a whole bunch of stuff on my wish list. I just don't know. I'm just too cheap to buy it, and my computer probably can't run it. So. Yeah. I just wait for them to hit a certain price point, and then I'll buy it. Yeah. Like that, that sweet 299 spot for some of them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the 299 spot. There's going to be a lot of good stuff like that, huh? Oh, yeah. get your I, just found, I just found out today that there's a uh, Postal 2 um, oh, expansion pack that came out like last Post. year. And I'm like, oh, I gotta play that. You gotta play that. Postal. Postal 2 was great. Oh, God. 
You know so, what? But I think I was trying to remember what game that was. That Postal originally came out a long time ago, right? Like 2000 or something like that? Yeah, Postal, the first one was like a top-down, kind of like yeah. GTA. Yeah. Um, and then 2 and 3 were first-person shooters. Sure. Uh, two, two, is, 2 is where it's at, I'm telling you. Play Postal that game. 2, huh? Yeah, you can get like the cow's head that has mad cow disease. That's like your weapon. You can throw it at people and they just throw up and die. You can like just pee on people if you want. It's a great game. That's sounds- all while like you're just you're just like doing daily errands. Like the first things is like you can murder people while you go cash your check. <laughs> it's great. That's and great. The movie, the movie people people give video game movies a bad rap. There's the a movie? movie. Oh, it's genius. It was a Yui Bowl movie. It's so helps. good. Really? So, Yui Bowl was like the worst like game movie director ever. He did like the Blood Rains and. Really? Oh, oh Blood Rain. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, it's the same director. It's all garbage. But uh, we no. did watch that movie one day on Netflix. It's so it? funny. It had, it had it had Mini-Me in it, right? It had Mini-Me. There's there's male frontal nudity. Yeah. Oh, that's always great. good. It's yeah, penis. the best movie ever. <laughs> and there's like, there's like little, there's like little Germany. Yeah. It's like a theme park and like kids get murdered. It's great. It's so good. But. Best, best day ever. Yeah. Best day ever. I'm was, still stuck was, looking at pictures of these 3DO controllers, man. I can't, I can't get over it. Yeah, pretty bad. Yeah, man. What was the first console you ever played? The Nintendo? Yeah. It's pretty cool. I think that was the very first console I ever played. Was just a play probably mine was the NES, but the first time I can have memories of was a Super Nintendo. Yeah, I skipped past that. I went straight to N64 from there. Did you? I had um, Apparent, yeah. Sega Genesis. That was my thing. I have two right now in this room. Do you really? Do you have the thing that you put on the top of it? Remember, it was like an old... The 32X? No, 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 not a 32X. No, it turned it into a master system. Oh, I've seen that, but... Do you remember what that was called? It's just a converter. Yeah, I had one of those uh, for mine. That that explains... It was like a a Super Game Boy, but for the master system. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was very, yeah, it was very similar. Yeah. So you didn't actually have a master system. Well, no, I never actually had one. I had my buddy Paul, his dad worked for GE, and he had one. And I remember playing Conan, the original Conan game for that. That's cool. You know, and that doesn't get enough credit because I, just the other day I was looking through, like, graphics. You know, like, we're just looking at the different games. First of all, the list of games they had for that was amazing. It was huge. And they looked, like, really good. Like, pretty fantastic. Like the master system? Yeah. 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 The issue was, is like not that it was a bad system. It was just it came out too late, and the NES already had the market. That's why it, it didn't right. catch on here. It was way bigger, and I, I think in like Japan, sure, in like Europe, it just never caught on in the states. So that came out after Nintendo. I didn't know that. It was the same. They were both eight bit systems, right? I think it was the same generation. Yeah, it was. The, it was probably that same console generation. But yeah, it just never caught on in the states. Yeah. Oh, that's great, man. It's on, it's on my list of things to get, but... Yeah, to pick one up. Are they expensive? Have you looked around? I, I don't I think they are. I haven't really, like, actively looked for them, and I actually... You don't... Uh, I see The last them. time I ever seen one in the wild, like, outside of, like, PAX or something, was up in Seabrook at that, uh... That... He had, like, a whole bin of them. I don't know why they yeah. were then. Really? Yeah, I mean, I didn't... I had no desire. I wish we could, like, figure out who the hell, like, that guy was. He was probably dude. dead. He was so fucking old. <laughs> No, no, that was like a, there's like a shop there. Like, yeah, the guy that... yeah, he was really old. The guy who had that booth in the shop was super Oh, okay, old. I didn't realize that. 
Yeah, he was I just regret about... passing up the uh, Castlevania 4 for 20 bucks I, on I, Super Nintendo. Yeah, that was stupid. Um, I just kept trying to, like, he kept telling me that he had, like, a like a school bus just full of video game stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah. he couldn't get it out because it was, like, in a ditch. He couldn't get the school bus out. I'm like, okay. dude, tell me where the school bus is. I'll, like, yeah. go there with, a, like, a pocket full of cash yeah, and buy we'll also get it out. Yeah. But he, he so never saw the school bus in a ditch filled no. with video games. I never missed opportunity. It. I tried. <laughs> I don't, it doesn't sound like there was any school bus, man. <laughs> That's what he kept telling me. I got a school bus. It's in a ditch. It's full of video games, kids. Come on. <laughs> You're like, yeah, okay. That's crusty old guy. No, I, I'm like all about it. I'm like, yeah, okay. <clears throat> Where is it? I'll, I'll be there. Yeah. Take my pants off? Okay, why not? <laughs> as long as there's games in it, right? Yeah, pretty much. That's pretty awesome, man. Uh, News. So, Craig and I had went to the Sony E3 experience. Oh, yeah? Yeah, we went to a movie like, theater to watch the, we watched the, the Sony E3 conference, conference that we could have just sat at home and watched. But we got we got a cup okay. and a lanyard. Uh, but wait, Brad, what's the best part about the cup? Yeah, that is the cup. It makes it, that makes, noise. it makes a lot, really loud noise. Oh, oh, it makes a really... Is it a nice cup? It sounds like a plastic cup. It's, it's a plastic, plastic cup. cup. So you got to. But there's just like this little like um. How much do they little, charge for such a prestigious event? It was free. It was free. Oh. and everything was free. That's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> you get like yeah. a free. It was, they just rented out a movie theater, and you got to go sit sit and watch the the press conference with a bunch of nerds. That was pretty cool, actually. It was a nice movie theater. Actually, I'd never been to. The Where was it? There. What theater was it? Uh, the Regis. The I'm sorry, Regal Theater in uh, Newington. Oh yeah. yeah, Newington. Um. The cup sounds so, great, man. Yeah, you get two of them. I have. Well, well, we have video of, of, <laughs> of him two like cups. yeah, two cups. One Just Craig, two cups. <laughs> oh. Yeah, man, that sounds like a good time. It was a great. <laughs> That's time. what I'm talking about. Uh, we got barbecue and I got to see Craig play with his cups. That's cool, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that was fun. Anything else we need to talk about at E3? Because um, I, I, I mean, Xbox confused the fuck out of everybody by announcing two different consoles. And yeah, they really? announced like a slim system of their Xbox One. They announced, but they slim. also announced like yeah, the Xbox One Slim. Yeah, and then there's the Xbox like One Scorpio, which is going to be like the a new really system, more powerful system. It's not a new system. It's like a it's oh, a it's more powerful Xbox One. So it's still it's like the PlayStation the Neo. Game. Yeah. Well, the Neo is just a rumor right now. Still. No, no, it's um, not. It's, it's, it's going to be a thing. I mean, it's just like they haven't shown anything yet. Oh no, I'm thinking of like the what's the PS4 and a half? That's that's well, the the code name is like the fan base is the Neo. I don't know if it's actually like official. No, it is. It was announced. It, well, they didn't announce at their conference though. No, they don't need. That's to. what I'm saying. Like we don't. They, we know it's a thing. But they haven't, like, no, no. Sony yet. has gone on and said that. Well, they said it's, they said it's being made, but they haven't. And they've said, like, and they've already talked about games for it. But it's just a, a game PS for the system. That it has to be compatible with. The oh PS4. yeah, clearly, because I mean that console is only like what three years old. Yeah, so like if you make a Neo game, it has to work on a PS4, and there can't be any exclusive stuff on the Neo version. So yeah. the only thing it's going to add is performance and graphics. They can't <laughs> right. add any like secret. You could have like better frame rate and shit like that. Yeah, who who the fuck cares? That's so crazy. Um, that's I'll like, care, but it's gonna be way too expensive. Well, the problem is that you're doing that to a console, and the point of having a console is that you have static hardware that'll just go, you know, for what eight, to, eight to ten years before they like right. upgrade. You know, if you if you're releasing a new it iteration, only five years though. I mean, like we're we're like halfway through what it should be. Really? Yeah, I mean, yeah, like it, between like Super Nintendo to N64 was like five years. Yeah, yeah. it's about GameCube was five years, and then the Wii was five years. But like last gen, like the Wii, the 360, and the PS3, that pushed it like. 
for a while. Seven, eight years, I yeah. think. Yeah, that one that one was a while. But then the new hardware really isn't that good. Like the PS4 is actually like pretty surprising. Like um, I think Uncharted Four is the best looking game I played. Like of of Uncharted, games. huh? Uncharted Four is, is like it's stellar. It looks amazing. Um, better thing better than playing my PC, which is way more powerful than that. I tried playing Uncharted. And I, I couldn't get into it, although I think... The original one is not that good. Uncharted 2 is phenomenal. That's what the guy said at the GameStop, and I didn't pay attention. Yeah. I should have listened to yeah. him. Go back and try Uncharted 2 someday. Yeah, I should have listened. It's really worth it. That was one of the three games I've played on a console. I played that, and then I got GTA... The reason I have a PS3 is GTA 5, because I couldn't wait. Yeah. Had to play that as soon as it came out. And then somebody had recommended The Last of Us. Have you ever played Last of Us? It is on my to-do list. It is the best single-player experience yeah. I have. It's made by the same team as uh, Uncharted. So yeah, Naughty Dog or whatnot. Naughty Dog, yeah. That game made me feel like such a loser. Like, I just <laughs> remember feeling like just getting so into the storyline and just sitting there one night going, dude, you are just you are just a big loser. <laughs> you, you are the worst. You're going to cry. Yeah, You're just going to cry right now. <laughs> it's on my to-do list. I, I, I've avoided spoilers since it came out, so I mean, I can be, I basically know how it's going to end. Yeah, just by looking at the game and what people say about it, but it's just like okay, I'll play it someday. It's worth so. playing. Yeah, I I do want to play. It it definitely soon. is. Definitely a good game. Um, so yeah, E3. Um, not a ton of stuff that I really care about. Um, there was no Final Fantasy VII remake trailer, so I was a little pissed oh, about that. Yeah. But. But I get why they didn't show it because they need to market Final Fantasy fifteen. Oh yeah, which looks kind of mad to me. I don't really? know that VR experience in fifteen looks pretty <laughs> that was, fucking useless. That was pretty bad, man. <laughs> that was pretty oh, bad looking. VR. Yeah. Um, I mean the the God of War looks pretty cool. I guess it's like because it's not really God of War like style. But yeah, like, I saw an article today saying they changed the. Gameplay fundamentals. I never really got yeah. into God of War or played it too much. I always confused it with uh, Shadow of the Colossus. Well, which their new game's coming out, finally, The Last Guardian. Yeah. Oh, that's, like, that's been in development for a long after time. After 10 years of development, it's finally going to come yeah, out. Yeah, I, I might play that. See, I hope these games come out for PC because there's no way I'm picking uh, PS4. These ones are also an exclusive, I doubt they Oh, will yeah, be. so there you go. The, uh, I mean, well, the, all the Xbox ones will be on yeah, PC. Yeah, all right? the Xbox ones. You buy an Xbox game, and it'll also work on your PC. Isn't that That's the their yeah, new thing, one, isn't it? The, yeah. yeah, if you buy the digital version, you get the PC version and the uh, the console version. Oh, no way, really? Which is cool. Oh, yeah. that's great. So, I've, I mean, I think you get, like, a code to use on your PC, so I already talked to somebody at work. I was like, hey, when Scalebound comes out, we'll buy it and we'll split it. Scalebound. Yeah, but, the, but here's the thing. is like, Sony has... Or Microsoft has pretty much just made their consoles obsolete by doing um, that. Not necessarily, because eh. in a way you got to figure that people like their consoles; they want to play on the controller, which is fine. But now, the, which you can friends, do now, they can PC. play with their friends on their PCs. Well, I, I've been reading cool. a lot of articles lately saying they're going to start changing how the network, like how those network bubbles work. There's gonna, you're going to see like a lot of PC gamers intermingling with Xbox gamers and PS3 gamers, like on the same server right. in the near future. Yeah, it's uh, they just need to work out like uh, I don't know all their shitty uh, netcode terms of service and shit. Like oh, that. terms of netcode too, obviously. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like Microsoft's a big pain in the ass. Like it's they said it's the reason that Final Fantasy fourteen the MMO isn't on the Xbox One is just because Microsoft's just a big pain in the ass. About. Oh, really? I, I yeah. played that for a, I played that for a few hours. That's kind of on my list of things to do. Mm-hmm. I had always intended to get into Final Fantasy eleven. That seemed like a lot of fun, but I never got around um, to it. I was too cheap to pay for an MMO every month. I <sighs> love it. 
Yeah, yeah. but uh, 14 interested me because I played it. I met the creator. I got a signed copy of the game from a developer. Wow. Of, uh, of uh, I forget his name, but I, I still have it. The PS3 version of it, just sitting in a room over there. Really? With like the uh, I, I got I had a picture of me with a guy, and I was like, hey. So was that yeah, one of the like the original version? Do you think? Uh, no, this is Realm Reborn. Oh, okay, cool. That's awesome. Yeah, this is this is uh, I forget who what his name was, but it was like right after it re- relaunched on PC and PS3. Sure. So and I was at PAX Prime out in Seattle, and um, they had like this big party, and my friends wanted to go. So I was like, fine, I'll go to this thing. And I sat in a room, and we had to, like, they made us play, like, a boss fight. And I was like, I've never played this game before. So I had to, like, fight Titan, which was, like, the first, like, big boss of the game, I think. Yeah. And they give you, like, a maxed out character, and we lost. But if you beat him, you got a t-shirt, and we walked away with no t-shirts, so everybody was sad. Oh. Failure. That sucks, yeah. man. Yeah. It's a crap way to end that one. Craig, Craig sucks, though, so that's... I told him, I was like, I've never played this game. Tell me who to play. Like... Be the warrior guy. You can't screw up. And I'm like, okay. Oh come on. Watch. I me. actually last. I actually lasted. Like I was the second last person to die. Oh, there so, you go. Yeah. No warrior. It's just our healer died really quick. I think so. But anyways, that's enough. Uh, E3. Nintendo had Zelda. I haven't watched anything on it because I don't really want to spoil it. I haven't watched a trailer on it. Like I, I'm like, yeah, it's gonna be good, but I'm never gonna play it. So people keep like freaking out about it. I'm like, I will buy it when it comes out, regardless. So I don't need to watch it. And it's gonna be on their Wii, the Wii U. On the Wii U, and it's also gonna be on the Nintendo's new hardware, the NX. Okay. Which is the code name, which will be out next year. It'll yeah. probably be some fruity name. And Brad, you don't Pro- subscribe to any of that nonsense at this no, point. No, right? not really. <laughs> No, really, you don't. I, I'm, che- I'm, I'm cheap. I'm super yeah, cheap. no, I'm pretty cheap. I'm pretty cheap late when it comes to games these days too. I'm gonna try to not buy the new system at launch because buying system at launch is stupid. Well, okay, here's I'm here's a Nintendo whore. Yeah, I, I just said I was cheap. I'm sorry. I said I was cheap. Yet I'll fucking drop three hundred dollars on or two hundred fifty dollars on a 3DO. So I'm just. Well, it's that your collector. My priorities though, in a different spot. Was it like a hundred bucks for the 3DO? No, uh, yeah, it wasn't like that. But you also bought games. Though, I bought games. It was probably like one fifty, I think, I, and I got some box games. Oh, that's not too bad. What a, de- what a deal. What a deal. I had an Xbox 360 as well one time. I played uh, yeah. Mass Effect. I thought that game was spectacular. Mass Effect is really good. Yeah. Until you get to the end of the third one. Yeah, you know, I tried to play the third one, and I got through the beginning of it, and I just felt like really... I don't, did you beat two? And, like, yeah, did you get to yeah, that? I loved to. Did you like carry your data through and everything? Yeah, uh, I did for one and two, and then I started three the same way, but I felt like... Okay. It was really just carrying you through the story, and I didn't, um, I didn't really care for that too much. Three just like broke my heart. Like every time you do something, like one of the characters dies in like, <laughs> Mass Effect Two, and I was like, I busted my ass to save all of you guys at the end of Two, yep. and you're just all fucking dying on me. I was just like, I was just a wreck by the end of it. And then I heard the ending sucked, and then it did, and I was just like, fuck this. <laughs> they like hired George R. R. Martin to write the the storyline for the thing. Yeah, and then they then uh, so I mean, if the ending of Game of Thrones is that bad, then I'm gonna be pissed. So do you guys watch the Game of Thrones? I'd watch the Game of Thrones. Uh, I do not. Did you watch it on Sunday? No, Craig. I just said I don't watch. No, it. I'm talking to Tucker Dunn. Oh, I um, <laughs> I gave up at the that the Red Wedding. That was the last episode I watched. Was it just too much? It was too much. Was just, who much? Okay. Who was the Stark so, guy? The uh, the cool one with the armor. Who was like you know, who was it? What was his name? Rob Stark, I think that was his yeah, name. Yeah, he, he was, was so the, cool, and they killed him, and I just was. I just said that's it. I can't do. I just can't do this anymore. <laughs> okay, so <clears throat> I saw the red wedding. That's one where everybody gets murdered, right? Everybody. Yeah. They just kill everyone. Okay, so so I'm at a friend's house. Craig, you were there, and I literally thought he was. He was like, yeah, this is funny. 
And he puts it on. I was like, this is the most like it's dark. It's horribly thing ever. depressing. Like, they like stabbed a like pregnant woman in the. Yeah, in the I was film. like, I was like, fuck oh, yeah. this show. Yeah. Oh yeah, it, it starts off like just terrible. Yeah. I was like, fuck this show. Like I'm not watching. Oh, that was your first experience. <laughs> that yeah. was my first and only experience. I was like, <laughs> yeah. And I thought it was supposed to be funny. He's yeah. like, this is gonna be funny. I'm like, this is not funny. This is just no, because he watched it. Because John had already read the books. And Adam did too, actually. Yeah. So yeah. they already knew all that was happening. So I, I went dipped in. <laughs> Sorry, no Kelly. Yeah. But I'd already watched the episode at this point. Yeah. Too, oh, so. Okay. Yeah. Fuck that. That's well, you know, another thing show. about the Game of Thrones too. A lot of people when it first came out, they said, you know, you know, you got, you have to watch Game of Thrones. You know, like you would love Game of Thrones. You know, st- <laughs> and whenever somebody says that, it, it always seems like it kind of makes you go, yeah, sure. And so I started watching. Have you ever played Fable? Have you, you know what Fable is? I don't like I don't like Fable. Okay, so anyways, we're we're gonna talk about Peter Molyneux in a bit. Falling, <laughs> nice. Watching somebody play Fable is very similar to watching Game of Thrones, and I feel like I you know I play a lot of RPGs and I see a lot of dragons and stuff, and it's just like <laughs> I just I don't get it. I don't I don't see the point. I don't see the point to it. It's just horribly depressing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody ever wins, and they chop off everyone's head. So, what's going on with Peter Molyneux? Uh, we'll get to that when we talk about PC games. Oh, okay. Because um, I have a question for you. Sure. I, I need some insight, but we'll get there. Okay. Um, oh quickly, we'll, we'll do. Some, I think we're done with E3. We'll, we'll do some, yeah. some some pickups. I I went to Savers and Plastow <laughs> this past weekend, and I got like ten or twelve in television games for like a oh buck boy. a piece. So I was oh like boy. super psyched. So I doubled my Intellivision collection. Intellivision. <laughs> Yeah. What on earth is that? It's like well, I already picked you up for like what twenty games. Yeah, you got me a bunch time. of games in the system, which the system doesn't work. So I have all these games and I haven't actually played them. Um, it's it's same generation as like the twenty six hundred. I want to say okay. maybe fifty two hundred might be that era. Yeah. Um, from what I've read, it's it's like the twenty six hundred but better. Okay. Um. So which is not saying much. I don't feel. No, it's not saying that much. Well, it's hard to gauge. It's hard to gauge what they mean by better. You know, because the software is the software. It's not like it's going to disqualify the graphics any better. Yeah, yeah, no. So, um, yeah, I have all those games. I got like 30 of them and I can't play any of them. Um, and then Craig and I, going back to Octodad, the reason I started <laughs> playing it is it, it did so well that what was the company? I'll let you, I'll let you take this. Um, Craig. you know more about it than I do. Yeah, uh, they're called Limited Run Games. Um, they're, uh, just a small publisher. That they just put out an indie game or two like every month or so, and um, they just release a physical copy of it and they sell it on their website. Very so, li- um, obviously limited runs under five thousand, I think. Yeah. So game. for Octod Octodad is a, a slightly higher profile indie game, I guess you could say. So I mean, they they did a PS4 and a Vita version because those are the ones they can kind of do easily. Yeah. Um, so PS4 they released was it forty five hundred copies or five thousand like copies? Yep. And Vita was... and the Vita was thirty five hundred, I think. Yep. Which the Vita apparently has a very like dedicated fan. Yeah, it's sold out. Buy that shit. Actually, the Vita sold out earlier. Last I checked, they still had the um, the Ultimate Dad editions, which came with which I got one. Don't you worry. Um, came with the Octo Dad tie, like an actual silk tie. I was like, yeah, I got it. Oh, like I feel like actually a tie that you can put on. Yeah, you oh, can wear yeah, it. that's where you can wear it to the next wedding. You go that's to. great. Oh, I'm, I, next at next formal event, I'm fucking rocking the Octo Dad. <laughs> yeah, the Octo Dad. You should you should dress up just for our uh, senior uh, um, sign oh. tenure reunion. Yeah, I'd be like, yeah, at the at the old oak. Yeah, well, we're not gonna get into that in the podcast. Fuck that. that. 
Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I got what? I got you a PS4 and a Vita copy. I got me a PS4 and a Vita copy. Even though I don't own either of those systems, I still <laughs> bought them because I want them in my collection. Um, yeah. And the tie. So hopefully that comes in the next week or so. That's great. Yeah, so it was like 25 bucks per system, but... It's for people who like want a physical copy of the game that they like. Sure. Yeah, it's it's for collectors. The only other yeah. game that I knew on there that they had sold at one point was Saturday Morning RPG. That was the only other game that I knew. Yeah, because we saw that on like it was on the iOS back at the time though a while ago. I when I, I first, first tried it, when I first saw Saturday Morning RPG, it was uh, Ouya. Oh God! When they had it, when they had it at Ooh, PAX, yeah. they were demoing it. On, it was yeah before the God Ouya came out. damn. I have one of those. Is that even? A t- I <laughs> like how you said that. <laughs> that was really interesting. Shut I have it. one of those. <laughs> you said it. That's, you that's said it. The new, that is the newest piece of hardware you own, actually. You yeah, said it as true. though you're the only person that owns Who one. It? And I believe yeah, you may be. <laughs> yeah. and it looks I don't know. All those Kickstarter backers have one. Yeah. That's, and they hate themselves. I'll tell you, I've backed so many Kickstarters that I absolutely hate. Like, hey, did you back Mighty Number no. 9? No. I I back hardware. Which Lucky like you. uh like the Oculus Rift for instance, oh, which was a, oh so you got the yeah oh yeah I have yeah I have right? one it's a real letdown. <laughs> I want to sell it and get a Vive, but nobody will buy it. <laughs> you can give well, it yeah, to because, me for, for free. Uh, I'll put it on a shelf and it'll collect dust. Oh, there you go. Run on my PC. Yeah, you can take it. It'll look good on your shelf. Yeah. How much are they like if you eBay it? Like how uh, like maybe for? three or four hundred bucks, maybe tops. Do you have like? But it's do you have one of the dev kits? It's dev. Still, it's or? dev kit one. So the best I could do is hang on to it for like fifty years and hope that. Uh, yeah, but did did they send everybody who backed the dev kit one? No, and that's another thing one? because I was under the impression that if you had if you picked up a dev kit one that you were supposed to be guaranteed one yeah. initially, and that's yeah. not the case. What was their thing like? I thought. I read that everybody who got a dev kit one got one, but who got a got a, a dev kit two? No, no, got a got the launch model. Well, I have to check. I'll have to check. But there was a lot of like shenanigans that went on in the yeah, background. Because I, I know somebody who backed it and they got a free one because they backed it originally. Oh, really? Well, here's the thing. Yeah. I think there was a there was a distinct difference between ordering a dev kit one and backing them on Kickstarter, oh. which I may have. Got, oh, you ordered it later? Well, I may have gotten suckered into it. You know, this was years and years ago. I did it. I was going to say, because if you backed on Kickstarter, I, I know they did I'll that. I'll have to double stuff. check. I'll have to go check because it would be nice yeah, to get I an would, actual one. You, and then you can sell that and get a, get a Vive. Well, here's the other thing too. You know, I have a friend that picked up a Vive and he like basically lives in it like yeah. for a weekend at a time. And he <laughs> absolutely loves it. But the problem with virtual reality, if you've ever tried it, and some people can't do it. Only once. I, was so excited when I picked it up, and I got I had Half Life Two ready to go, like VR ready, and I put it on, and within ten minutes I just I was so sick, I was like uh, I'm never gonna put this thing on again, like ever. I mean I have I have a virtual console and it's it's the shit. What is it? A VR boy? Yeah, virtual boy. Yeah, I got one of those. I had one of those. I played a I lot. I have one, dude. Mario oh. Tennis, man. That's where it's oh. at. That fucking thing sucks. Fuck off, dude. It fucking sucks. <laughs> Well, they're they're uh, actually they they finally figured out how to do emulation for it and get the 3D effect. Um, they're doing one of those like Google Glass, which is like those cardboard things you stick your phone in. Yeah, it makes it look like a VR headset, kind of like it's crude, but it works. Yeah, and they're doing that, but they're changing it to grayscale, so it's not that fucking awful red, which hurts your fucking eyes. So that'll probably get rid of the fucking you know fatigue and headaches when you play it because looking at that red for 15 minutes. Ugh. I know, huh? God, fuck that. It's the worst. I have one, and I have a lot. I have most of the games on it, and I 
went and I sent it out to get it repaired, so it works all the time now. Yay. Uh -oh. Thank God. Now you can Thank burn your eyes whenever you want. Thank God I never use it. <laughs> <laughs> it sits on my shelf. Most of the stuff that I get, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to sink all this money into it, and then I'm never going to touch it. Yeah. Go look at it. Well, there you go, dude. A collection like that could be worth something someday. Yeah, I don't look at it as an investment. It's like a, it's a passion. It's a hobby. Like, yeah. If you look at it as investment, it's just, it's worth something right now. Yeah. I, mean, I got it for a good price. I could, I could le easily flip it and double my money for what I've sunk into it. So. Yeah. But. Yeah. No, there you Craig, go. Um, the old anybody else get anything? Any, any pickups? Anything else they want to talk about? Yeah, I um, over the weekend I was out with my brother and my nephew, and uh, we stopped in at uh. You, you remember that little shop across from Salvation Army in Haverhill? Yeah. Where you got that little Mario pinball thing? Yep. We were, we were stumbling through there. I found some NES games on a shelf. They were just like some shitty sports games. Nothing notable. They were all like six bucks. Um, on the way out, I was looking in the glass case and I saw a copy of, uh, it was like a copy of Wii Sports. And then underneath that, it said like Mario Kart Double Dash with like no no outer art or anything. And then under that was a box copy of uh, Donkey Kong Country 2 <laughs> for Super Nintendo. And it was like 30 bucks. I was like, oh. I looked up online. I was like, oh, I actually always want to play this game. It seems like a decent price, and I think it goes for like 50. So I was like, okay, you know, I'm going to pick this up on a whim. Yeah, it's not a bad so, price at all. No, it was complete. It's The box is in pretty decent shape, I would say. The manual's in kind of mass shape, but um, yeah, I was like, okay, it's another game to add to my Super Nintendo collection because I really don't have that much for it. Yeah, you can ride. Um, and then uh, after that, we went to Bull Moose. Uh, hmm. I picked up a Super Nintendo controller for six bucks. Because I needed a second one. Yep. Um, oh, you got me a uh, game too, didn't you? I I I was getting to that, Brad. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just remember. I just remembered. I'm really really excited now. Yeah, I picked you up uh, Chameleon Twist in the N64. Yeah, yes. another game to collect. What'd you say, right, Chameleon right. Kid Chameleon? No, Chame Chameleon Twist. Chameleon Twist. Oh, what is that? I have no idea what it is. I've heard of it, but I just don't know what kind of game it is. I think it's like a. I don't know. Like a. I don't know what it is. I think I think it's a mini game thing. I don't know. I don't know. I'm I excited. It's you on there. Because, uh, so. yeah, there's two of them. I just don't have it, which I think that at that point, uh, that brings me down to 40 games I need. Dang. Bro. 40. 40 more. Are it's you going for... So then you need less than 40. Are you going to complete your complete a collection, or is that just a number you have in your head? No, a complete, complete uh, North American release. That's wow. For N64, it's, huh? Yeah, it's two... I, I'm going for an entire collection. Uh, it's not... It's very doable. <laughs> North American is... Uh, there's only 296. Yeah. And then if you add in, um, like, regional exclusives, yeah. uh, most of them are Japan. There's a couple uh, PAL regions. Um, sure. But that only brings up the total of the 388. So it's very doable. Oh, so that's doable, yeah. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I have the majority of the uh, North American games. Awesome. At this point. But do you have so, GoldenEye? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do I have GoldenEye? God. Yes, I have GoldenEye. That was a fun one. That's a, that's like the best first-person shooter ever. <sighs> yeah, it is. It's really good multiplayer. A, that was a lot of fun it multiplayer. It was, I, I've, I'll tell you, I've played a lot of uh, multiplayer 3D shooters, and GoldenEye is by far the scariest. The scariest. But more jump scares <laughs> than that one. <laughs> it's a fucking fun game. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, What's your favorite N64 experience? What do you play the most on that thing? Probably not much these days, huh? Um, this is this is an easy question. Donkey Kong Country. No, fuck that oh. game. Banjo Kazooie. Banjo Kazooie. Banjo Kazooie. That's your game. That's my game. That's your jam. Yeah, it's cool. Best man. favorite game ever. Really, ever. really. Wow, Absolutely. that's a that's a bold statement, man. Oh, it's an easy statement. I love that game. Favorite uh, now game. that I moved in, Craig, 
Okay, this is how nerdy we are, Don. Yeah. So Craig and I have literally, because rare, it's a rare game, so it was bought. Uh, rare was bought by Microsoft, so they ported it. And they did it. Well, it's an HD remake for the Xbox 360. Yeah, they they basically did like an upscaled yeah. release of it. Yeah, on, yeah, on the 360. So this is what we do, and we do it probably once a year. Once a year, maybe. Craig and I get in, together in the same room. He has an Xbox 360. I have an N64, mm-hmm. and we side by side play Banjo Kazooie together <laughs> on different <laughs> systems. Different yeah. systems. Oh, that's cool. I, when I moved into my last place, which was only a year and a half ago. Um, because I have two TVs. I have an old CR TV and a flat screen in my game room. Okay. And the CR is for old video games. Um, literally, the guy like was installing my internet while Craig and I are just sitting there on the couch playing the fucking same game on two different televisions. That's like, awesome. I want to know what I want to know what the guy thought. Do you um do you play like competitively or do you just sit there and just you just play the same game? Uh, um, we play competitively, kind of like we compare our times afterwards on the levels. Oh, I see. And, but you do the and, levels and, kind of side by side. Yeah. That's cool. No, it's not. It's, 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 it's not cool it's at all. No, that's it's cool, fun. man. It's camaraderie and all that nonsense, right? Yeah. That's pretty cool. It's fun. We did that. We've done Banjo-Tooie. We did Portal 2 co-op. Nice. What else did we do? I think that was it. I mean, we still do land um, parties. We did Banjo-Tooie. Banjo-Tooie. <laughs> I said that. That, <laughs> oh, game, sorry, that, game is, that game's a chore. Is it really? How yeah. How long does it take to beat like a platformer like that? couple hours um, or banjo because took like eight hours i think now yeah if we if seven we, eight hours if we muscled through it we probably could do if we did it in one sitting we probably could do it in like six i think yeah that's a lot of content um, for a platform we should do that we should do this in just one day just go yeah but you know all the levels now too right oh god pretty yeah. much you know? yeah pretty much the only the only one that i'll be iffy on is uh the last one rusty bucket bay no fuck that that's the bane of my existence oh, i know that's in the last level no that's, uh, click clock wood last level rusty bucket yeah, bay true. is fucking Rusty oh, Bucket yeah. Bay. Dude, the, the engine room of Rusty Bucket Bay is the most brutal thing ever. So how does that game play out now, Banjo-Kazooie? Is it two, are there two characters that you sort of control simultaneously? Yeah, or? there's there's Banjo, who's the bear, and yeah. there's Kazooie, who is the bird in his backpack. Sure. So you can like, control them, and then you can do special moves with them and stuff. Yeah, like, yeah the double one character who uh, you just like move. Yeah, the double jump, jump is like them. Banjo jumps, and then... Kazooie comes out of the backpack and flutters. Okay. You know, so you fly for a little bit. Yeah, so you use them both sort of as the same yeah, character. Yeah, yeah, In Banjo 2, you can actually separate them and play them separately. Oh, I see. Which. It's, it's, it's crazy. It's, although it's annoying. You mean like a two player sort of, like Sonic and. Uh, no. 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 You, you just uh, switch off between the, the two. Yeah. Oh, I see. It's. Yeah, you can't control them both at the same time. You're just like, like, oh, you're at this point, drop Banjo, then switch over to Kazooie. Time to yeah. go, yeah. <clears throat> it's. Yeah. Yeah, the second one's definitely it's a good game, but th- at some point they 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 bit off more than they can chew with certain things they added to. Okay, so here's the funny thing: we'll talk about Goldeneye for a sec. Yes. In Banjo Tooie, they added a first person mode in which you pull the bird out of your backpack and use her as a gun, and she shoots out <laughs> of her mouth. Okay? So there's a first person, mode, and I remember playing a level, and I'm sitting there thinking, and I'm like, it's like intuitive. I'm like, why do I know where to go? Like, why do I just know where where to go? They're made by the same company. They had recycled the complex from Goldeneye and just reskinned it and put it in Banjo Tooie. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, okay, that's fucking cheap as shit." That's but pretty whatever. awesome. <laughs> that's not pretty really. Goldeneye's way better because the fucking first person mode of Banjo Tooie is just garbage. You know, the, it's, yeah, it's really terrible. There's a lot of content that makes it 
you know, from game to game, a lot of different. Like, I don't know how familiar you folks are with, uh, you know, uh, Resident Evil. You guys ever play Resident Evil? Nope. Uh, I played four and five. Okay, so four is the one I'm talking. And have you ever played uh, Dead Space? Uh, uh, very little of it because I'm a scared little bitch. I know. Of spooky games. You know what you got to do in that game? The trick to that game? You got to you play the Benny Hill theme in the background. Ha- yeah, that or you have to <laughs> pretend. You just have to. You have to be the hunter. And if you put if you put on that hat and you play with that mindset, it makes it a little bit more tolerable. Like cool. you're going just gonna go fuck. I'm not out. trying to survive. I'm trying to hunt these fucking things, and it makes it. It really does. It makes it a lot easier. Yeah, but what, to what about a game called like Sir, You Are Being Hunted, which is a game? Oh where yeah. You're, I tried playing that, and I was like, no, this is fucking weird. Like, I don't really like old tiny robots with muskets trying to kill me. Like, and it's not... Yeah, something creepy about about that, you know? I couldn't do it. I played it for, like, I was like, this this game looks amazing, and I just couldn't do it. I was like, nope, gotta stop. This is freaking me out. I uninstalled it from my computer, and I never touched it. So you do play the occasional adventure game, though. Do you like, like, scary adventure games? Like, have you ever played Amnesia or anything? No, fuck no. So I streamed Amnesia Um, for a couple of buddies of mine last year, and it was just... uh, I couldn't do it. It was just horrific. Almost died. The, um, the last... Like, the, the first, like... Like, you're probably gonna be fun of me for this one, but Bioshock yeah. freaked me out. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That it's a it, it's just like it's just creepy because shit just that like, first shows up out of nowhere. When you first go down and you see the lady in like around the corner, her shadow, and she's in the she's got her head in the um the baby the baby basket. That was the uh-huh. scariest moment of that whole. It scared the shit out of. Me. Um, do you remember when you go into like the dentist's office? Yeah. Oh my at god. At the very beginning, and you're like you walk in and then like your screen frosts. Yep. Up. And you go to like oh the yeah, side. well you have to and then battle. The body him. shows up. Yeah. No, and then you just turn around, and the guy is just there. Yeah. And I just freaked out and just like just started just yeah. shooting. Or the guy. You, how about just in the very beginning when you're coming down the elevator and that thing is like on top of it trying to get in? You know, oh god, it's yeah, so, it's it's a very it's a very creepy game, yeah. but it was a really good yeah. game. Mortifying. Like, yeah. So I actually like to get the price of the game. I literally on the 360 put the Benny Hill <laughs> on repeat. Oh, you did that. I did that because yeah, on the 360 you can put like uh, music sure. on a flash drive yeah. and play it, and it overlaid oh over the game God. music. So that's that's what that's I did. a good that's a good strategy. That is what I did. So um, I just recently made my way through Soma. Have you heard of Soma? It's, no, I never. It's have. the next game from the guys that made Amnesia, and it's it's an oh, incredibly God. good adventure game, but it is scary. It's so scary, but it's so compelling yeah, that it bad. keeps you playing. You know, it's, it's the story is really yeah. good. Uh, the scariest game I ever started playing, and I never finished, and it wasn't because it was too scary, it was because I had played for like, I did like a good like solid five, six hours mm-hmm. straight, and hadn't saved in the game pros, and I lost all of it. Oh yeah, that'll like, do it. Oh, I, can't, I can't do it anymore. But it was uh, Eternal Darkness. Oh, yeah. The GameCube. On the GameCube. Eternal Darkness. The- yeah, I've heard of that. I think I've seen gameplay of that. It, it was a it fun was game. A- I enjoyed it. It was just, uh, yeah. It was a cult classic on the GameCube, I would yeah, say. Yeah, for sure. I think I own it. Ow. I just hit my head in the mic. Yeah, that's not good. Don't you have it like, without the slip part or something like that? Like, only the discs or something? I don't know. I can't see. Anyways. I'm trying to look. Anyways. Yeah. Fuck scary games. We'll save that for October. Yeah, that's actually probably good content <laughs> for your show in October if you guys just sit there. So forget all of this. You know, you should yeah. have a podcast where you just sit there and play really super scary games in a dark room together. That I thought be, about that. That would I be amazing. Wanna, well, we're we're trying to break into the YouTubes. Um, oh, okay. And, yes, and someday when we it, well, here's the thing: is, is we have the first video and it's completely edited, and it, it was like I'm super proud of it, 
Um, it was from PAX East this past year. Yeah. And it was supposed to be a two, three-part thing. I was going to make three videos oh, yeah. over the course of a couple weeks. Or Is there a lot of the uh, Super Amalgam Deluxe in that? There was in the first video. There mm. was a video of it. I'm dying um, to see that. We'll have to get together. I have, I, I, I have it. Well, I mean, that. yeah, that would be great, too, but I mean, just the video of it. You know, yeah, I mean, well, do you have pictures of Gabe and Tycho like playing the game itself? I just just Tycho. Yeah, just, well, yeah, just Tycho. I have, yeah, there's a picture. Of, yeah, we have a picture of him playing it. I don't have video of him playing it. No, yeah. we do yeah, last I year. Only, there's I video. Out, I, I have a bunch of pictures. That's of awesome. It, so, um, there's video. Yeah, there's that, video like, of him playing it from past, last year. Last year. Yeah, it's not from us though. Uh, yeah, that I, is I the coolest thing that has ever happened to any of my friends ever. <laughs> I saw that picture and I was like, "You have got to be fucking kidding me! You might as well have been standing with Michael Jordan, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned." <laughs> this is the thing is like, I'm not a big Penny Arcade guy. Like, yeah. I, I wouldn't like. It, that's Craig. He's the one who got me into yeah. it. Yeah, but uh. Oh. Yeah, so the the video the the, fir- the very first pack ed- video is edited, but the issue is that I don't have enough. R- this is what I've I've deducted. I don't have enough RAM in my computer, so when oh, I start render rendering it, it out, yeah, yeah. it gets to ninety eight percent, and then it just clocks out, and then the, the program just shuts down. Oh, really? Do you have any extra computers kicking around your house, like because um, you can set up like a distributive network for your rendering? Then I'll help. I don't know what, what we're going to do. Is I'm going to do it on my computer. Oh, yeah. yeah, I don't know what any of that stuff you just said was, but no. Uh, what program did you edit it in? I use Blender, actually. Oh, pff, bring, dude, bring it down to the studio. I'll render it for you. You did it in Blender? Yeah. That's my jam. I, dude, yeah, it's I, t- I, have a, I teach a class in Blender, as a matter of fact. Oh, I should come hang out with you. Yeah, it's a lot yeah, of fun. You should, you should, I also teach a class in Unity, if you guys are into that, too. Uh, maybe, actually. That's not a bad yeah. idea. Hey, so, Brad, so, we, can, we can make ukulele. Ourselves, because that's what Unity is. is that a, oh, well, that's sweet. what they're making it in. Oh yeah, ukulele and amazing, is... amazing frogs made Unity. Oh yeah, I've been yeah. with Unity since the very beginning. I love um, that software. That. S- side note: Is it bad that I'm using my Vectrex as a footrest? <sighs> you have yes. a Vectrex? Yeah, I have Joe a has one. The the fellow I work for, he has a Vectrex. He loves it. It's one of his Wait, most. D- Joe has a fucking. Vectrex? He does. I swear to Christ, he has, and I've played on. Ah. I played like some like asteroids or some shit on it once. Yeah, that's what it's <laughs> built into it. Yeah, yeah, he loves it, man. It's got ah, the, is that that's so... the one with the little controller pops out of the front of it, right? Yeah, it's got a built-in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He loves awesome. that thing. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. I have a bunch of games for it. I gotta get, I gotta <laughs> hang out with Joe. <laughs> yes, you should, dude. I'll tell you that. You mentioned that to him. Yeah, well, I, we're both bass players, and yep. so he already likes me. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. He's also got Mrs. Pac-Man, a co- like the, the original, like big console down in his basement too. I don't know if. You oh my god! Wait, yeah. oh, oh, I, I want a cocktail yeah. table of uh, Mrs. Pac-Man. Yeah, that's so what I they like. have. That's what Donna. She sits there with her cocktails there and plays Mrs. Pac-Man uh, in the basement. Uh, oh god, that's, they're so cool. Uh, yeah, come to the Christmas party, man. Fun. Oh, I should. I'll go as your date, Donna. Well, that's cool. I'll invite myself too. <laughs> just to show. Yeah, I'll have a double date. <sighs> Perfect. <laughs> uh, okay. Just a couple Moving of dudes on. showing up. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think Don would care or Joe would care if I showed up. <laughs> no, he would not. No, he wouldn't. Um, All right, so should we get into the actual meat of our <clears throat> podcast? Yeah, we're, 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 we're like an hour in. We haven't even gotten to the good stuff. Uh, Don, I want to hear your theory on why I like retro video games. Well, I didn't know that you were into uh, like adventure-style games, but I do. I do. As my, I think my theory still holds water, though. And it's not really a theory. It's just that like a lot... So you have Banjo-Kazooie, right? Yes. Where there's, where there's this game that you have to jump on a lot of things, and there's basically one win condition and a million fail conditions, right? And then you have like modern sort of games where there's just like a lot of win conditions and one or two fail conditions. You know, like take Skyrim for instance. You play Skyrim, 
No. Right? No, you wouldn't really play Skyrim, right? It doesn't really make sense, you know? Because there's nothing, there's no, there's no game involved. So there's like this big distinction between, in my head, between like what video games are and what like adventure simulators are. And I think that you're into video games and not, you know, and not really adventure simulators, that's all. Um, I can relate to that because I hate open world games. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like GT- GTA, I can't do. I need, I like the game telling me what to do. Yeah. Well, I'm telling you, it comes down to the t- the style of game. Like I said, there's like multiple fail conditions in one win condition, or there's multiple win conditions in one fail condition. Yeah. You know, and that's the yeah. and that's and a lot of people gravitate towards. That's why, like a lot of see, like you're a console gamer, but that's because back when Mario came out, that was actually a video game. Like that was a game, mm-hmm. a game game. You know, and then Final mm-hmm. Fantasy VII, where it's amazing and it, you know it's great. It's it's kind of you know it's Final Fantasy VII. Right. But I've played, I've played and beat that game. Well, that yeah, but here's the thing though, like that was probably great when you did it, and Pokemon was probably great when you did it because it was a new genre, right? But the, ever yes. since then, the RPG has just been the same old regurgitated nonsense. Whereas a game like, um, you know, what was that game you said you were just playing? The one with like um, procedurally generated levels, top-down shooter. Oh, uh, Enter the Gungeon? Yeah, like, that's really super challenging, and it's easy to die, and that requires, like, you know, some sort of skill, as opposed to a game like, say, EverQuest, for instance, that just requires time, you know? That's, 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 I think, the key, is time. Yeah. I, um, like, I used to be able to sit down and, in a day, if I didn't have to do anything else, play eight hours, nine, ten, twelve hours straight. No problem. Without... Bat and eyelash when I was young. Yeah. Um, and then when I, I kind of got out of systems, it was like around the Wii, I sold off my Wii. And it wasn't even that long, but I just kind of got out of it because there was nothing coming out that was interesting to me. Mm-hmm. And then when I tried to get back in, like I, I was playing, I tried to play the new Zelda game at yeah. the time, which was what? Was it Craig? Skyward Sword? Yeah. Yeah. It took me what normally would take me in a day, no problem. <clears throat> it took me a month to clock eight hours in that game. Really? And I, I just I couldn't invest the time into it because I knew well, the it was Sword's not very good. That's the problem. I, I guess. Yeah, I heard but, that was one of the that didn't get the great reviews. It was no Ocarina of Time, you know, no. which I've played and loved. Well, that's um, widely regarded as the greatest video game ever made. Like on, yes. it's the number one on every list I think I've ever seen. It's mm. definitely arguably one of the best Zelda games. Yeah. I, I think for me, it's personally my favorite. Um, but then you can also argue a Link to the Past, which is also amazing. Yeah. Um, but it, it, it comes down to the time factor. Now, if 10, 12 hours is max that I'm going to want to sink into a game, right. unless I know there's an end game and, and I can see it in sight, I can probably go, go up to about maybe 15, 20. Right. But if there's no end game in sight, you know. Right. You know, I it's like tough. games that I can sit down and beat in two, three sittings and be done with it. Right. I see. Because that... Anything else? I feel like I'm like I'm like man. I, I could do something better with my time. Like sit on YouTube for nine hours. Yeah, which, right. There's always something better to do, right? Yeah, for me. Yeah, that, that's personally me. Yeah, no, that totally makes sense. You know, it totally it totally makes sense. Especially when you know platformers, you kind of know what to expect. Uh, not that you're just into platformers, you know, but I mean games that require like a bit of skill and that are you know checkpoint based, like with different levels. You know, it yeah, just makes. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, absolutely. I mean, one of my favorite genres is. Platformers. Like, yeah. I love platformers. Puzzle platformers are great. Oh, like, yeah. All, what, indie games like, you know, Limbo is a great game. That's a platformer. Yeah, essentially. Limbo is really uh, great, huh? Braid was like a puzzle platformer. Yeah. The, the Swapper is another really good one um, that I loved. 
you know, in those games, and they're all, they're newer, but like those indie games, like I don't have to sink in half my life into it. Yeah, you know, I can I can do it in a couple sittings, which is great. Yeah, it's but nice. It is nice. Yeah, it's nice. Now I just buy games and don't even play them. Well, that's a whole look, different. That's a that's whole, a whole different, different problem. Fucking yeah. waste of time. Yeah. Well, they uh, are. They can be a real waste of time, you know. Especially, you know, there's no use in playing ninety uh, percent of games that come out. You know, big big games that come out. I'm sure you guys don't play very much in terms of like the big EA games, like Battlefield Four and like all that. Couldn't give a yeah, shit. Yeah, it's all yeah, spoon fed. It's all spoon fed to you, you know. That's why I mean, indie yeah. games are where it's at. I don't know. Something happened yeah. when I, you know, you start seeing those games on Steam that are like real throwbacks, but with like nice new mechanics, and the games are big enough to where they can handle like all sorts of cool stuff that they couldn't do back then. Yeah, you know, there's just something really refreshing about it, even yeah. though it's old school. There's so many good ones. I actually, I think I finally called it on the Witness. I just stopped playing it. The Witness. Yeah, that was uh, the guy who made Braid. Did you ever play Braid? I played it a little bit. This one you game, could you could turn time backwards and yeah, yeah. The, that game um, was the video game. That was the game that got me back into video games. Really? Game. It was and it was because of the story. I was like, this game is essentially just you know uh, a stylistic eight bit kind of side scrolling. I mean, it wasn't eight bit, yeah. but it was it was definitely in that style and had that throwback and and yeah. it paid homage. It was like one of the first two D platformer. Type yeah, games. and it paid homage to, to you know. Yeah, it kind of was, huh? It kind of kicked. It seems like it was in the early stages of that, seeing all these indie games on Steam. I mean, it's almost ten years old now. I think it came out like oh eight. I don't know when I played it, but it was the game. The story itself was a complete like the ending was a completely fucking like out of nowhere, and it was amazing. I was like, oh shit, this game was it was so satisfying. The ending was so fucking good, so good. Really, really. Yeah. Oh my What's the story? Yeah, you're supposed to save yeah. your sister, girlfriend. Yeah, it's like your girlfriend. It's you save a princess. Do you want me to spoil it for you? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm never gonna play. Okay. So spoiler uh, alert. So so yeah. you, you're playing. You're playing the game, and you, you're essentially thinking that you're going to save the princess, and you're going after your girlfriend and help her from this 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 you know evil you know night guy. Yeah. So you're playing the last level, and you're going through it, and you're trying to get to her, and then you realize that the, the level's been going in. Reverse, reverse the whole time, so you reverse it. And you're actually the bad guy. You're actually chasing after her, and she's trying to get away from you. But the what? Whole, the whole time you're thinking you're the good guy, you're actually the bad guy in the game, and she's actually trying yeah. to get to like the knight is actually the prince, the, the you know the knight in shining armor <laughs> who saves her. It was a completely it was a that, uh, mind fuck. Basically, that yeah. is definitely the plot of the most recent Bioshock game, the one that was all like America. <laughs> Spoilers. Oh, sorry. I didn't want to ruin it. No, That's fun. exactly it's what fun. happened to that game. <laughs> was that Bioshock 3, I believe? Is? Inf- Infinite. Bioshock Infinite. I was so psyched on that game, man. I'll tell you. So, wait. You're... Oh, wait. So, uh... Actually, I never I, I beat it. Oh. I, it's been on my... It's, it's Do you fun. want me to completely ruin it? There's a great story. Eh, nah. Okay. Don't, don't completely ruin it. I got through, I think, like, half of it. Oh, yeah. I th- I'll get back to it someday. Yeah, it was pretty good. The story was really good, but the gameplay it wasn't really that great, so... No. Yeah, it, I, I stopped playing it for a reason, so it's just whatever. I'll go. I will try again. So. Hey, might as well. That's another one. I think I yeah. did it in like I don't know, fourteen or fifteen hours. Yeah. But I mean, a game like Braid, like that, that was like I was like, holy shit! It's such a simple looking game with such a yeah. awesome fun. It looked really. Yeah, nice, it looked though. great. Like, um, turns out you were chasing her and she was trying yeah, to get away from not you. Not only the whole so, time. it's a great yeah. looking game, but yeah. very simplistic art style. Um, yeah. With an awesome. 
you know. So does a lot of that game happen in like black and white cutout, or am I thinking is that Limbo that I'm thinking of? Limbo is like that, just pretty much black and white cutout. Okay, all right. And Limbo was great. That game, like, and that's like a fun game if you like. You you have an hour to kill, you play that game. Yeah. Okay. You know that. So I mean, but like a game like Braid to be able to be look so simple, but have such a fucking awesome mechanic for the gameplay. Like the puzzles were great. Right. And then have a fucking killer story to boot. It was like, most games, like, the endings are like, meh. Right. And this one was just like, oh, shit. Oh, damn. That's good. That's awesome. But, yeah, going back to it, the guy made um, a second game called The Witness. Yep. And I kind of, I cut the cord on it. I don't know about you, Craig. I know you saw Is it a side-scroller? No, it's a a first-person, like, 3D puzzle game. Oh, okay. Um... Uh, I played it a little bit. I have. I, I want to go back to it. I mean, it's it's a very challenging. It's a very game. challenging game puzzle wise, but there's no like linear story to unfold. There's not right. like it, it's all. No, it's, just it's puzzles, all puzzles. Like puzzle and there's puzzle, there is a puzzle. story, and it's open to interpretation. I'm like, okay, well, right. I, yeah. At that point, like, well, don't talk about it because I want to. You got well, you want to you want to play a really good, a really awesome, um, like story puzzle game, and it's it's pretty friggin' retro too. Have you ever heard of uh, Starship Titanic? No. Okay, no, so it's it was a Douglas Adams book, you know, like the Hitchhiker's Guide or whatever. Yep. Oh, and they made okay. so it, they made a video game out of it, and it is just absolutely amazing. It's so good. It's like a like a Rama style or like it's first person kind of walk around click adventure, and it's 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 just great. I'll have to check that out. Yeah, Star, uh, Starship Titanic. It's not on Steam. Really is good. it on Steam? It's not. It's on GOG. Oh, is it? That's good. good I played game. that on my old Packard Bell. Oh, that's a whole thing. 98. Yeah. 98, huh? No shit. But yeah, I mean, and we really want to talk about, like, simplistic Great. games with amazing stories. Yeah. Um, Craig, you got me into this game. And, and, and I, and I, it was like a complete, just, um, just, I just trusted you on it. It was, uh, yeah. Thomas was alone. alone. That game. Thomas was alone. Played, okay, so it, Craig's like, you gotta play it. It's amazing. You're gonna love it. And you look at it, and it's literally just blocks. It's yeah. literally just blocks. But each, blo- it's it's so good because each block is a fucking character, and like you fall in love with the characters by the end of the game. It's so good. It's <sighs> and they don't even talk. It's just a narrator. It's a narrator. About really, it's so well written. Yeah. It's so good. It's such a fun game, and it, it only takes a couple hours. Thomas was. Yeah, but it has like a cool like it has a cool like British guy like doing the uh, the narration. So. Of that. But it reminded me of like Bastion, oh. like that type of. Narration. So you want to talk about like simple games with excellent stories, man? But talk about games that Brad sucks at. Oh, Bastion. I suck at Bastion. I had Dude, to stop playing it. I'm. I so, it's love really that game. It was so good, but I am. I am. That's my that's my powers out game. I fire up the generator, get the refrigerator and the computer going, <laughs> I, and I just play Bastion. I I am uh. dreadful at it. Like everyone's like, Dude, you got to check it out, and I'm like, okay, so I'm like playing it. And I can't even get past the second level because I'm just so fucking bad at it. Just, <laughs> you keep falling off. Oh, everything. dude, I fall off and like, Did you, um, like I just I like walk, but then I don't like like look. Is it the I'm camera? Doing. Is it is it the camera angle? I don't know. Oh, because it's one of those two thumbstick things. Exactly. Right? You probably play that with a controller. I can't fucking like, I can't coordinate it. I'm just yeah. dreadful, so I just fucking die. You keyboard and so mouse, did man. Did you play transistor? What'd you Say play? what? Did you play transistor? Oh, you know, that's another one that's been that and Child of Light. Those are both on like top of my list of things to pick up on the summer sale. 
Yeah, Transistor is. Uh, I started it, but I did not get into it, so I need to give that. Another was video. it Child of Light? Yeah. It's uh, that's the RPG. Yeah, right? I haven't played it yet, but I know it's from the yeah, same develop. I'm probably not going to touch really? that one. I love I love RPGs, but I just don't really want to. Yeah, it's another RPG. I, I, I don't I don't need another one in my backlog. Yeah, that's the thing about RPGs, man. There's there's too many of them out there, and they're all the same. I know. Yeah. But I, that's why. Well, they're not. It's not that they're all the same. It's just like. I just start them and then I get like stuck somewhere and then I forget about it for a long yeah, time. Yeah, and they're hard to come back to too. Some yeah. of these games have a really yeah. steep learning curve. You can't just step away for six or eight weeks and then. That, that's the thing with me is like if I. It's it's mainly the story. I'll fucking forget what the story was. I'm like I don't even know what's yeah. going on because I haven't played this in two months. Right. So I just I, you know I just stay away. Yeah. You yeah. Gotta stay away from you. Gotta stay away from the stuff that gets you. Yeah. Gets you invested in it. Pretty much. So, okay. Oh, well. um, do you want to do the top three thing? Yeah, Don, talk talk about your top three games. Oh, my top three favorite games of all time. Was that was that oh. was that the list you gave us? What was? What well, was... I thought those were just console games. Those are my favorite console games of all okay. time. Well, yeah, because yeah, we're going to talk sure. about PC. Yeah, sure. Right after that. So the first the the first one on my list, and they're in no particular order, was the was Shinobi, because I think that was maybe one of, I think. I played. I know that Mario was the first system that I got, but I remember being over at my buddy Paul's house when I was a little kid, and I'm pretty sure Shinobi was the first game that I ever, like, played. sat down with. Yeah, that and Conan, for like I was saying earlier, that and Conan. So Shinobi, and then I so and I kind of followed that through the different generations, like because well, I had a Sega and they had a Shinobi for that, and it was just an excellent game overall. It had like I think it was the first game, one of the first games with double jump, which is you know. Which is just great for which everything. It's like a staple at this point. Yeah, and then um, I think the second game on my list was was Golden Axe. Have you guys ever played? You know, I like have the played, arcade version. Yeah, yeah. That's just like a, I have played it on the Genesis. I, I think I played it at both arcade and I think I played it. I think they had it on the Wii Virtual Console. Yeah, they made a new one or something too recently. I didn't. It was on the 360 and PS3. Yeah, I think. maybe, maybe it was that. But that was an I think it was excellent. Like a, it was like a budget action game, if I recall. I, it was. It I was. A, it was a side scroll and beat 'em up, wasn't it? Oh yeah, big time. No, yeah, yeah, it was like uh, yeah, like, the, yeah, the one of the Genesis. It was ones. basically Double Dragon, but like you know. And, and they had scantily clad women you could play as. Yes. 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 And yes. I think and then you could ride. You could like pick up. You could pick up creatures that you could ride. Yep. Which was pretty cool. Like halfway through the level, you'd get on like a raptor and start cruising around, and destroying mm-hmm. on that. So that was pretty good. I really enjoyed that. And then, in terms of consoles, just The Last of Us, man, that is the best console game just ever. Best story, best anything. Not for me. Oh, dude, so good, so good. Was that it was the one like, with the guy and the little girl? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. you know what? I shouldn't even say that it's a good game because it's really not a game. Like when I describe it, I describe it as like an eighteen-hour-long movie. But it's a really yeah. good movie, <laughs> like incredible. Yeah. You know. Like I said, I've heard nothing but good things about that game. Yeah. I just, I need to be able to like focus on that game. I feel. Like yeah, it's um. You know, it's the same thing as uh, it's basically Resident Evil 4. You know, there's this thing they do with games, and I'm sure you've noticed it if you've played enough of them. But if you look at, like I was saying earlier about Dead Space and Resident Evil 4 and uh, even probably Uncharted and, um, you know, The Last of Us, they all share the same sort of framework where you, you know, have a limited amount of items. You kind of have, like, a light inventory. You can sort of upgrade things. And, you know, so it's it's just... it's. If you're familiar with that sort of genre and you're willing to just sit back and like experience the game, it's just a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. The story's really good. It's good, you know. It's got everything you need. It's got cannibalism, zombies. <laughs> Love it. Love all guns. That. Except for zombies, I'm kind of sick of zombies. Yeah. 
Yeah, but I think I think the game that came out before zombies sucked. Do zombies do zombies uh, suck now? Well, it's just like everything had zombies for a long time. Like Left 4 Dead was like the last <sighs> game I really enjoyed with zombies. We played that. And then Left 4 Dead 2 came out, I was like, oh, I think I'm over. Yeah. I actually just rebought Zombie Dice. <laughs> zombie Dice. <laughs> I actually buy, I bought that a while ago, and I have not played my copy yet. I just bought it. Is that dice? like? Is that like literally just dice with zombies? Yeah, dice. it's That's a really great. fun, just like quick tabletop. Yeah. It's like a quick like ten minute yeah, game. Oh really? Do you now? Do you guys get into tabletop? I heard it in your podcast a couple weeks ago. Oh yeah, we have about. a game night scheduled for the eighth, July. 8th. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah we you, what do you guys? Yeah. What do you do? Like D and D and stuff? Or no, we we do like. No, I can't. I can't do like pen and paper stuff. Right. Um. Just like I don't know. We like most of us. We've been playing like Seven Wonders. Yeah. Um. Pandemic. Pandemic. Oh, cool. Like Betrayal at House in the Hills. A really good one. Yeah. Um, yeah. I picked up Sheriff of Nottingham recently. Yeah, I actually was. Uh, I thought that was. I was listening to the pod. What was that? Uh, two weeks ago, or, the, or four weeks ago, the podcast. You were explaining how that yeah. works. Like you have to yeah. try to sneak it by the sheriff or something like that. Yeah. yeah. It's very fun. I actually. Yeah, like, that it, sounds like know, a lot of get, fun. Like, when you get a group of friends who like kind of get in like in the group of things, yeah. it, it'd be more fun. Like I was I was teaching it the night that I played it, and uh, it was a little hard. Like because uh, we played Seven Wonders first, and I think Seven Wonders is, a, is like a more advanced version of that kind sure. of where you're trying to do similar tasks anyway. Mm-hmm. So um, it was hard to kind of take that step backwards after personally. Right. Anyway, so. Oh yeah, I know what you're saying. But, yeah. Yeah, board games can be a lot of fun, huh? Yeah, yeah nice you know, especially when you get like get past like the the Milton Bradley and the Parker Brothers like stuff, you, you find. I love Battleship. Yeah, yeah I you. could I could do Battleship for a while. <laughs> um, That's a good one. Connect Four is also solid. Oh, fuck risk. But yeah. <laughs> Connect Four is pretty solid. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, once you get past like those ones that everybody knows you grew up with, like, and you can find all those, uh, they're not even that obscure, but like people just don't look for them. Right. You know you you know you find you know. Probably get good deals on them too. Not really. They're always expensive. Oh, oh they. Unless you like used ones from people. I, I don't trust the used board game because then I'm always worried that the pieces are going to be missing. Oh yeah. But yeah, but, yeah. So you know, board games are fun. I haven't found a really good one in a while. You guys played Mousetrap? I think that's the worst board game. <laughs> no, nobody's ever played it. I always just set up the fucking thing and just set it off. That's like all I ever did. I could never even get it to set off like all the way. Oh, I Everything always was always so weird. I always thought that that should come on like a wooden board or something. Cardboard just didn't do that justice. I had one friend with that game as a kid, and I just couldn't figure out what the fuck yeah, to do with it. Was, it. Like, no, it, just, it never yeah. worked, so I was like, yeah, it sucks. No, it, was too much. it was too much. Yeah. Too easy to lose the pieces. Uh, the best board game, best tabletop game is Super Amalgam Deluxe anyway, so... Yeah, I might have to agree with you, having never even seen it. It's it's pretty. <laughs> it looks incredible. I tell anyone that'll listen about about it. That's good. <laughs> you have to see this thing, man. You yeah, wouldn't believe it. We haven't done any work on it recently, but we got to get back into it because uh, we have a couple of publishers we need to talk to. Well, I heard you guys were like three D printing parts for it and whatnot. Yes, too, huh? we, we were. We have been. Yeah. Um, I think the guy Adam, who's one of the creators. Yeah. Um, I think his 3D printer keeps dying. The heat element keeps going on it. I don't know. I haven't. We haven't. We haven't really like after packs. Once we bring it to packs, we kind of like take a lull from it. Yeah, for sure. So what do you do? Do you don't do you rent a booth or something for it? No, we just bring it there and play it at like the mess in the hotel because we stay in the hotel. That's pretty much it. That's all we do. Uh, 
So it gets a lot of traffic and ice because you're like right yeah. in like prime. Yeah, we brought it. There's a tabletop area in the convention that's open pretty late at night, and we brought it there once, and nobody bat an eyelash because it's literally just people with their friends playing pen and paper, and they don't yep. care about that kind of thing. So we brought it back right. up to the Mez, which is like the more casual people who drink because there's a bar there. So people just yell at each other and play the game, and it, it was fun. It held up this year, didn't break. Oh, why did you have problems with it, like, the first year? The first year, it was literally thrown together. The day before PAX, the night before, I was literally painting it. Getting really? Getting it for PAX, yeah. Because it's made out of, cool. like, it was made out of, like, wood and, like, spare parts that we, you know, we literally, it was made out of fucking wood. And, like, <laughs> we, we had a ball return system that we made out of, like, PVC pipe and, like, dog bowls the night before. <laughs> like, the week before. And we added the pinball flippers the week before. Right, you know, all this shit. So this year, oh, it's got pinball flippers. So it's yeah. got hungry, hungry hippos, crossfire, and pinball flippers. Yeah, and then you have and then and, spin and then you have spin fighters, which are the tops. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah I got gotcha. you. Those are oh, I see. But oh, you obviously don't shoot those out of the gun. How do you get the spin fires going? No, How do you, you get the spin? You, you launch them in there, and that's what you're shooting and trying. to oh, Okay. Get, you know. Yeah. The basic gist is like it's, <laughs> it's a two like... versus two. The the goal is to score. A, you know, shoot a spinning top into your opponent's goal. Or because okay. it's a gunner and a hippo on each team, or if your teammate hippo <laughs> can eat a spinning top, it's like a golden snitch, and you automatically win. So yeah, that, that's how that goes. That sounds pretty yeah, awesome. Pretty fun. Um, it's hectic though. But, oh, I bet. How long does the match? How long does it usually last for? We if you had, had the average, longest, like an average yeah, match. The longest match we had at this last pack. I think it was with what's his face. Yeah. With Jerry? He, yeah, really? Normally, what ends up happening is people end up getting, like, a golden snitch. They eventually get that. Because what we end up doing, we just keep launching tops and tops and tops. So there's always, like, five or six tops spinning at once. Uh, oh, I see. So is there, like, sort of a third person that's yeah, kind of keeping the Yeah, we're trying to, like, like, eliminate that. I, well, I, I personally want to eliminate that and see if we can get some kind of launcher yeah. in the game. We got some right. figuring out. Um, but... Um, <laughs> Plus, there's, like, no real way to control no, where it is. I have like some ideas. We haven't really talked about it yet. Um, but yeah. um, eventually, typically, somebody always ends up eating the top, and they win, which right. is always fun. But this last match with with Jerry, he ended up – they ended up going back-to-back, back and all the tops were scored into each other's goals yeah. until the last one, and I think they golden snitched it on the very last top. Oh, which, really? Which it was probably, like, a five- or six-minute game, which was very long yeah. for that. Oh, sure. Wow. Five or six minutes. Huh? You're probably getting carpal tunnel by the end of God. it. It's fucking... <laughs> it's hectic. It ruins yeah. friendships, but it's a fun game. So how do you launch one of those spin fighters? Is there like a little... Um, it, it, it's got its own little yeah, launcher it's, it's or what? it's a Power Rangers spin fighter. So that was like a thing in the 90s. And you just yeah. put it in a launcher, you spin it, those. and you fucking hit it, and it's, you know... But we're trying to eliminate that yeah. and make our own tops. Because we have all these fucking games that... We, we, we got a good piece of advice is the one thing we were concerned about is the copyright issues of... Th- yeah, of, like, all 20 <laughs> different yeah. concepts. Um, and we were like, well, we can't just use the hippos. And we were told, it's like, you can you, you can copyright the hippos, but you can't copyright the gameplay. Which is why there's always... There's, there's wow, like, that's weird. How can you copyright the hippos? Because we can't, but, like, the, the, the hippos are copyrighted, so we can't use those. But, oh, I got we you. I, I see what you're saying. We couldn't use right. anything similar to it. We were like, we'll never be able to sell this. It's like, well, no, you can't. The company can't copyright the gameplay. So you're uh, all set on that as long as you make your own eventually. Okay. So right now we're fine because we're not selling it, but. Oh, I see. There's no copyright on game mechanics. Yeah. That which, makes which, sense. Which, yeah, okay. that's why there's like 
So you just got to make your own hippo. Make it a fucking turtle. Or make it a hippo. Make it your own goddamn yeah, hippo. I don't know what we're going to make it. We're going to make it something, but... Yeah, yeah. it's fun. <sighs> that sounds like a blast, yeah. man. It's only I, I only kind of play it for like two rounds, and then I'm like, I got to go take a nap. It's too yeah. stressful. Yeah. <laughs> it's too stressful. It's, too stressful. it's like sweating. Oh god, yeah. You feel an ulcer coming yeah, on. Pretty much that and when I play Castle Panic, which is like Castle Panic. Yeah, it's like a ta- it's a tower defense it's a board tabletop game. game. Wow, yeah. really? That's yeah. pretty cool. It's a co-op game, it's like super exhausting. I um I I sometimes I get sucked into tower defense games a little bit. Sometimes if it's a slow day, you know, at in the shop and there's nothing really going on, I'm sitting there. And next thing you know, it's six hours later and I'm playing. What's that? I don't know. Some stupid fucking some stupid fucking <laughs> yeah, tower defense much. game. Yeah, it's <laughs> stressful. And here's the sad thing is it's like there's a one player mode for this board game, and yeah. I played it, <laughs> and it wasn't even like you you'd think the worst scenario is playing it alone. I mean, I was playing right. one player, but I was in a room. For, a single player board game. A single game? player board game. You think it's sad to play it alone, but I think it's worse when you're playing yeah. it alone with a group of your friends because nobody else wanted to play it around, like around me, you. which is what I was doing, and I still fucking lost. Yeah. So I lost <laughs> to a piece of cardboard. <laughs> it's like playing Jenga by yourself. <laughs> <It's like> the, <laughs> oh god. <laughs> uh, enough about board games, though. Let's let's talk about PC games because Don, you are a PC gamer. I feel. Yeah. I am. I've actually been playing a PC game this whole time while we've been talking. <laughs> Wow, way to multitask. I've literally been staring at the wall this whole time. Yeah, I've been grinding. I, I've been zooming around the internet. Really? So. I've been grinding yeah. Calfeon Elite Wizards for, I don't know, since we started. Hey. <laughs> Good on you. Um, yeah. My keyboard's yeah, too loud. He's to got like, go ahead, type. <laughs> I know. I know. You don't have to. I have a buddy with me. I know. I love it. Yeah, awesome. right. Yeah. But, I have a buddy with a mechanical keyboard. It's like the worst thing ever. It's uh, the best thing ever for for you, yeah. but it t- sucks for everybody else. They do talking. feel really great to type on. I'm not going to lie. I, I wish yeah. I had one, um, but then at the same time, I hate everyone that has one. But uh, one of these days, I'll pick yeah. up one. I'll get one with like stainless steel keys, so it'll really clack around, you know? <laughs> so mm-hmm. Everyone will go, bing, bing, bing. <laughs> so PC games. So um, I dabbled in it in like the, the probably the early 2000s. Um, I, okay. I played The Sims like relentlessly. I fucking loved that game. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. I a couple of RTS games like I I was a big fan of Age of Empires two. Yeah. Oh, that was great. I loved that one. Yeah. Of course, I just cheated the yeah. whole time. I never actually played through the. Um, <laughs> I was just. Do you you is that the one where you could call in yeah. the cops the cop yeah, it was car like a yeah viper, and it would just shoot bullets <laughs> with a nuke on yeah, it yeah I just yeah. fucking did that um. Yeah, Star Wars Empire at War, which was like the Star Wars RTS mm-hmm. I dabbled in. Um, yeah, I played that a little bit. One game that I, I think, I don't know, have you ever played or heard of Evil Genius? Okay. No. So I fucking love this game, and I, I kind of want to play it again. It, it's it's like an RTS simulation game, and I'll take this out of an art. I don't even remember what article, but it's the best way to describe this game. It's a real-time mad scientist layer management strategic simulation. <laughs> So essentially, you pick your mad scientist, you have, like, henchmen, and you build your volcano layer, or, like, your mountain. Oh, I'm looking at this right it's now. It's so good. Like, you have, like, a, like, you have to have, like, a cooler room with body rag, like, racks. Oh, it looks like Dungeon Keeper. Oh, it's so good. I fucking love that game. Well, how now, how long has this been out? Oh, years. This doesn't look very retro. It's, really? Uh, I don't know. When did it come out? Let's look it up. 
Internet. Have you played uh, Prison Architect, which is very similar? It's on this, along the same um, vein as this. I've heard of it. I have not played it. So this really interesting con- game with. Uh, so it was this 2D tile-based game, right? And the, this is the weirdest thing. People have been playing it for like a month or two, and then somebody realized that in one of the settings menus there was like this hidden button that you could push, and it would put the game into 3D mode. <laughs> And it wasn't advertised anywhere, and it was an invisible button, and it was like the greatest discovery in Prison Architect. It's a really cool, really cool little hidden feature. We'll have to check it out. Um, Evil Genius yeah. came out in 2004, so that was about the end of my time of playing PC games. Okay, but what I wanted to ask you, um, I yeah. loved Black and White. Loved it. Never beat it, but loved oh, okay. it. Okay. Um, and and I don't know if it was you or if it was Dave made a post about it, and I was like, "What the fuck is the all the like hoopla about black and white?" Because I didn't follow it, but like Peter Molyneux is yeah. like very known for like promising all these things and then not delivering, such as like yeah, Fable, the best, the best developer that never was. Yeah, like Fable was like one of those things. He was like, "You're supposed to age gradually," and then from what I gather in the game, it was literally like, "Okay, you're a kid." Here's a menu. Do you want to become an adult? And then you hit yes or no. And um, that's how it was. And yeah, not. Have you ever played it? I haven't it? played it, but that that. So here's the deal. I was really into that game, and I was a little bit younger when I was. So I may be remembering it like more grandiosely than it actually was. But I do recall that your character did kind of slowly, gradually age. You know, I didn't. I never. You know, I never knew a lot. I never realized that that was a Molyneux game. Yeah. But I can totally see it now. Obviously. Um, but what was the what was the big hoopla over black and white? Like why? Because like I played it and I loved it, but I didn't follow it, so I don't know what he promised and then didn't deliver. Oh, I, like what was up with black and white and what sucked yeah, about why, it? Why did it suck? Because I fucking love that game. You know, I don't know why. I think it just didn't really catch on, or maybe it was buggy. But I like I remember I remember it was you know. I remember it being just a completely decent game, you know. I think they just never really did much with it, and there wasn't a whole lot that you could do, like, once you were actually in the game. I think, you know, the big selling point was, like, you could pick up a villager and whip him across yeah, the town, much. and that was... Or you could, like, make a know. sacrifice and, like, stick him in, like, the altar. And... Yeah. And a lot of PC gamers at the time, like, you know, probably already on to playing things that were much more... Like, The Sims, for instance, had already been out. Yeah. And... This, and even though they were different games, <clears throat> excuse me, The Sims did it better, even though they were completely yeah. different. It was like sort of satisfying the same, you know, and EA just had it on lockdown. And then he, you know, just recently he just did the same thing with that Gotis game. I think that was his, his bit too. Did he apologize you for it? Because I remember he publicly apologized for it. <laughs> Dude, I read an article on that a couple yeah. of weeks ago. For Fable, he apologized. Yeah. I really liked that game. Yeah, because... I liked watching people play that game. Because that, that was the thing. It's like, I, I just remember... Like, I played Black and White, and then I got really big into, like, Lionhead Studios, which was his company, and then yeah. following all these games. He had all these games. Like, he had BC, which was supposed to be, like, you're a caveman, and, like, you, yeah. which never came out. It, like, never happened. And I was like, this is oh, going to be... yeah, that's... I was like, this is going to be a fucking amazing. This is going to be a game changer. Yeah. And then nothing ever happened with it. And then there was Fable. I'm like, this is going to be fucking great. And then... Yeah, but did it have to do with Microsoft I don't think buying so. it? Maybe. No. Uh, you know, a lot of it, though, it, uh, a lot of these developers, and this is like, I don't know if you guys follow, like, Star Citizen or Camelot Unchained or anything. I have, I have friends that follow Star Citizen. So, like, uh, Ke- Brad knows Keith. He's, like, oh, I know Keith. super, like, back to... You know, 
<laughs> I know, a Keith. <laughs> you know, a Keith. No, he's like a super into it. Like he backed it, like the uh, whatever crowdfunding thing that they used for yeah. it. And... Yeah, I'm ba- I backed it quite a bit, you know. But I just did, yeah. there's a slew of games that are just, you know, I'm sure since you guys are on Steam quite a bit, you see all this early alpha access nonsense. Yeah. And at this point, it's just complete nonsense, you know. I don't know. I, I, I feel it's just, like... And he, Molyneux is a kind of guy where, like, maybe he's one of the guys that sort of set that whole thing in motion, just, like, promising things and just not hiring developers that can get the job done. And a lot of these a lot of these producers, man, I'll tell you, the guy that... The dude that from Star Citizen's the same way. They've got these ideas, and they just assume that the engineers that they hire, like, can do it well and can do it efficiently, and they just can't. I'm sure it's, like, hardware limitations, too. Like, <sighs> for the original don't Xbox. Don't even get me started on so hardware limitations, man. <laughs> fucking console gamers, dude. Hey, hold yeah. everybody else Well, that's back. the thing. I tell you, they, they, people always say, oh, PC Master Race and, like, all this nonsense, you know. But the fact of the matter is that, you know, you buy these rigs that – it used to be – there used to be a clear distinction between PC games and console games. And something happened somewhere yeah. along the line, probably when the first Xbox came out, where everybody sort of gets the same thing now, you know. So I'm really – It's just they look a little prettier with that better frame rate. Yeah, like right. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I'm really into PC exclusive titles. Um, because they, you know, they do things that you just can't do with an Xbox, like games that require you to have a keyboard and a mouse, you know? Yeah. Well, I remember, like, the first, like, when I started, like, paying attention to things, like, when the first <laughs> Crisis came out, that was, like, that's, like, a big deal. Like, yeah. like your console could not run this game. Was that PC exclusive? It must have been, huh? Yeah. It was, but it got ported to Xbox 360 Sure. Later. Yeah, Crisis is a good game. I'll tell you, CryEngine, man, that's a, that's one of the, that's a good one. That's a great engine. Mm-hmm. In fact, if I'm not mistaken, Star Citizen, even though they they have changed it so much, they have their own version of it now. But Star Citizen's based on uh, the CryEngine. Yeah, cool. Ten ninety nine um, a month. You can develop it. Actually, yeah. CryEngine's free to develop. They just take like thirty percent or something. Yeah, <clears throat> yep. Oh, like whatever the game releases or something. Or yeah, it? if you're allowed to use the engine for free, and then when you release, same deal with Unreal Engine. You're allowed to use the engine for free, but when you're ready to release, they take thirty percent over the top of everything. Yeah, and, and then Steam takes on top of that. And then Steam takes their cut. Yeah, yeah. And then hmm, that's, that's the way of the world. That's a lot of money. Yeah. but I, I mean, it costs a lot of money to develop an engine too. So I guess. Yep. It, yeah, it, it does. It costs. It costs, and it saves the developer a lot of money too because these engines are oh, and time so easy yeah. to use these days. I mean, Unity is just like it. It's just mind blowing how easy it is to get to get your ideas out. Yeah. You know. In fact. Um, Eve Online. Have you ever heard of Eve? I have. It's like sort of. A, they call it spreadsheets in space. It's like an online space mm-hmm. simulator, but there's no like dogfighting or anything. It's just all. It's almost almost turn based, but not quite. But um, like games like that, you know, they're. I don't know. They're just they're incredibly difficult, and it's a real pain in the ass. Um, I guess I can go back to me because I haven't talked about my PC yeah. yet. Um, the first PC game that I remember playing ever. Was King's Quest 4 yes. on my Windows 3.1 PC yeah. that we had when I was a kid? I had no idea what the fuck I was doing, just walking around and dying. King's Quest. Because I was also like five years old trying to play this yeah. game, but I've always wanted to go back someday and like try it and just try to like have closure and see if I. Can well, it's it. funny how when you come back to games like that, they make so much more sense. You know, like later on. Right. Well, back then I I never played a game like that before. I was like, it's a it's an adventure game, and I had never played something like that yeah. before. So it's like, oh, okay. Um, but over time, the game I put the most time into on PC is the original StarCraft. Yeah. 
Yeah, there's a soft spot that, in my heart for took, StarCraft. Yeah. That took over my high school yeah. life. Like, still, every day after every day after school, I would go home and play StarCraft. It still has a really strong following, you know, and uh, yeah. not not just I, StarCraft too, just like StarCraft in general, you know. Well, StarCraft One, I know it's like very popular in Korea yep. still. Like it's that's it's still huge over there. Still the tournaments, it's like you're gotten into celebrity. Yeah, like I, I like to like play in the use map settings on that mostly because I'm it's not very good at the regular yeah. game because I'm not I'm not Asian so I'm not. Did you ever play Warcraft and Warcraft two and three and all uh, that? No, I played very little Warcraft three. Um, not enough to really say I played it enough. I liked Warcraft that, that and Warcraft two, and the the problem I had with Starcraft two and Warcraft three was that they introduced like. Um, they introduced like hero characters that you had to sort of micromanage while you were trying to do RTS, and it was yeah. StarCraft had it in the campaign. I think it just made it way too difficult. You know, I mean, I'm not really that yeah. great at RTS. I love them, but I'm not that great at them. And having to manage like yeah. a hero at the same time, it's too mm-hmm. difficult. It's too much. It's too much for my brain. Um, I did not like StarCraft too. Yeah, I played it a little bit, which was a shame. Like I was super hyped for that game. Like I went to the minute release, I got it and everything with that, and I went home. And I was like. I don't really like this. This is, it's been like years and people have been talking about this and it's just, I don't like it. Yeah, it's just not really that great. They just kind of like updated the graphics slightly from StarCraft 1, basically, didn't they? I know. Uh, I mean, it's, it's, I mean, the mechanics are all different, obviously. Are they? It's a very different, I mean, it's, well, I mean, like, there's a lot of well, different Well, yeah. Thing, you guys do different things. It's just, I don't know. I, I just, it's, I think it was like too much for me yeah. to handle. And I just didn't enjoy it as yeah, much. Yeah, I can see that. It's it's so. it's tough to it's tough to like reinvent the wheel, you know, especially when you get a game that's just such a smash hit. You know? Yeah. Like StarCraft. Um, that's a good one though. Yeah, I always enjoyed those I always enjoyed those types of games. In fact, just recently I was yeah. playing Stronghold. You ever hear Stronghold? Yeah, it's no. kinda of, it's similar. Kind of the same sort of deal. Yeah. So that's probably like the biggest PC game I ever played, like well with time and everything. Yeah. Um I I miss I miss those days. Simpler times. Yeah, I miss like the original Elder Scrolls games. You ever play like Daggerfall or Redguard? Those are some old. I the first time I tried was Oblivion and I did not like it. Again, it's like the open world games. Come on, dude! Patrick Stewart right at the beginning. Doesn't matter. <laughs> it's it's still open world games. I was like, I am not a fan yeah. of this. And then I tried Fallout Three. It's like, oh, it's Oblivion with guns. Yep. Oh, great! Yeah. I might like that. No, no, I don't like Fallout that Three. Was the last. Midnight release I ever went to. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was a really good... I was really excited about that. I played the original Fallout games for PC, man. Those just... Oh, so good. So good. Mm-hmm. And then just recently they released Wasteland, which is the original developer for the original Fallout. Yeah, because that was, that was Kickstarter. Was it? I yeah. remember. Yeah, Wasteland Yeah, too, Wasteland right? 2, that's right. Yeah, that was Kickstarter. I remember seeing that, and it was like a big Yeah, deal. I played through a lot of that, like, but I kind of got bored with it. But I'm telling you, people were it, very it was, excited at the time. It was exactly like Fallout 2. It was like just with slightly yeah. updated graphics, you know. Good times, good stuff. Yeah. But that's about it in terms of like PC games. What I've been playing like lately, there's not a whole lot yeah. like going on these days. They don't. And I already touched base on Overwatch for me. That's like really yeah. Good. I gotta get into that. I've I have two dudes that I game with like religiously, and if and mm-hmm. I can't really get them to. I can't really get them to buy it. They're not into that. They they got a real thing against like Team Fortress Two style games, those cooperative three D shooters. Yeah, I, it's a lot of fun. Like even if you lose a game, you still have fun until like it was like ten in a row, like I did last night. It was just a yeah. Fun. Oh hey, spe- but the night before we were just speaking on fire. of games that are fun to lose. Do you guys play um, Rocket League? You ever play that? 
I like Rocket League a lot. That, I could play that game for hours, man. I get frustrated with that though, so I don't. I don't, I don't mind losing. But like when it when it first came out, I played yeah. a lot, and I was like, I, I was like, I'm good at this game, and then I stopped playing for a few months, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm really bad at this game. Yeah. That, game that game is really good at making you just feel like you're good at it, isn't it? Uh, well, I like. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's just fun to drive. Yeah, around. it is. It's fun to try to fly around and hit the ball and stuff. It's such a weird like. Yeah. It's such a weird idea for a game, you know. And I guess it was based yeah. off of some other. There was a PS2 game. Yeah, it was called, like, Super Flying (laughs) Anti-Gravity Car Soccer Ball or something like that. Yeah. And apparently a lot of, like, apparently a lot of uh, publishers, like, turned down Rocket League. Really? Yeah. And now it's, like, a commercial success. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They have, um, it's, like, almost like McDonald's toys now. You can get, like, the Batmobile or, like, you know, all sorts. Yeah, they have the DeLorean. Yeah, the DeLorean, you know. Yeah. It's a a big game right now. Yeah. And it's really cool. There's a big uh, stupid thing. Yeah. Whatever. What MLG? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, don't I, don't know. I was in a bar like and like ESPN two was on and it was esports, yeah. and I was like, ugh. But here's the thing: it was like, here's the sad ugh. thing: it's like yeah. I'm on, Jesus, I'm on really? ESPN two, watching people play Madden, whatever it was, Madden sixteen. I was like, this is just silly, right? Ugh. Right. Yeah, well, I don't know. See, there's last year you you say it's silly, you know, and I I never really got into it. And actually, I should say it's silly because I tried to get into it last year. I played a lot of Dota. I was really into it. I don't know. I don't really know why, but I got wicked into it last year. And I started, you know, I was like, well, you know, what? I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try it out. I'm gonna start watching matches. You know, just like throw it on the TV and see. You know, like because I kind of understand what's going on now. I can yeah. sort of understand what the hell they're talking about. Now, I probably watched, you know, like a couple matches over the course of a month, and it just never, I don't know, it's just something about it. Even, even like, I'm a real nerd, right? I'm a real geek. But there's something about listening to people freak out <laughs> about people playing video games that makes me feel, like, embarrassed for them. Like, It's, it's crazy. Yeah, and, and, and this is coming from somebody that, like, I, if, I, if I'm left to my own devices, I'll game for 16 to 18 hours a day. You know, like, I just, yeah. like, it's just something weird about it, you know? Yeah, I... I... I don't know, like the Smash Bros. tournaments I've seen and everything like that, and it's just like, oh my god! You guys like, must like I that game. Fucking hates. He I hate buttons Smash better Brothers. than that. Yeah, I know. Buttons. Right. I hate it. You don't play Smash Brothers, huh? I have no. What idea. is it about it that you don't like? See, I, that's so weird. I I, I thought it. that you would just be like the yeah. Smash Brothers. Do you like Mario Kart? I, I love. Okay, Mario so you're really into Mario I, Kart. I don't know what it is. Like, I don't. My theory is that Super Smash Brothers is Mario Kart without wheels. I mean, if you like really dig into like the mechanics of the game, they're so incredibly similar. You know, like what the games are. One of them is just driving, I, I, I and the other one is just hitting. Craig, Craig, yeah. Craig's theory is that I'm a bitch. That's what he said. <laughs> that Craig was, calls me well, a bitch. That's not a theory. That's a fact. <laughs> Mine is is when I had the N64 when it came out. Like I, I didn't really like it. That, that's a that's a game that I feel like I would need to play with other people to enjoy. Like it's a multiplayer game. Like that's what you're gonna yeah. get the most out of it is playing with three other people. But you know, yeah. I, I have I have I'm I'm the youngest of five. I have four sisters, and they yeah. yeah. Really? Oh, that's interesting. I'm the youngest of three. I'm, I'm, I'm the youngest yeah. of four rather, Sucks and I have three us. older sisters. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Get the question. I have older sister brother, hot? So. Like, what the fuck kind of question Piece is that? Piece of shit, dick. And then, anyways, mm. back to. Kind <laughs> <laughs> of question. Like, is that? Question. I was like, I don't know. Is your, is your mom hot? Is your dad hot? Like, 
You're your dog. Is your dog yeah. hot? Can I bang your dog? Like, no. <laughs> fucking weirdo. Anyways. <laughs> um, Can I bang you? Yeah. Uh, Jesus, Brad. <laughs> it's a really interesting <laughs> canned response to that question. Um, yeah. <laughs> my theory was is that my sisters didn't really want to play multiplayer games. Like, So I, I didn't have any... Because they were gone half the time. They were half-siblings, so they, we have... You know, they were at their dad's half the time. Yeah. So, like, I got the most out of playing a single-player yeah. game. So, like, when I played Smash, I was like, ah, I, I'm not really feeling it. Like, what's the point of playing a fighter game if you're not going to play it with other people? Mm. So I never got into it, and I hate it. I just, I don't know. Yep. Yeah, I'm the same way. I never got into anything quite like that for exactly the same reasons. I have, like, um, one sister that, that can be into gaming if you get her into it. But she's never into, like, multiplayer anything when we were kids. She never got into it. But if I would play, like... I remember she caught me playing um, some Star Wars. It was like an episode one. It was like Star Wars episode one for yeah. Xbox or something like that. And she saw me playing it. She got so into it. And she just like stole it for like four days. She wouldn't let me into her room or anything you like know, that. So you know, I could never you get know, into gaming you know, with my siblings or anything like that. Cause they were... room, it's just to get stung by a bunch of bees. You get stung. <laughs> last episode. How does that? I talked about. Was it last episode? Yeah, it was last episode. <laughs> we were talking about our gaming memories, and they weren't good or bad. My, when we had an NES, my sister, my oldest sister, ended up getting her own room, and she got a, the TV, and the NES was in there. Yeah. And they, my parents would never let us hook it mm-hmm. up downstairs because that means they couldn't watch TV if we were playing video games. So my sister just right. got to keep it in a room. And I was like, oh, I want to play Nintendo. It's like, oh, you can't. You have to ask your sister. She says, no, you can't. And my sister never let me in there. And the only time I ever got in there to play, right. okay, I would sneak in there when she was at her dad's every once in a while, but like play for like 30 seconds if I could get the game working because I was always worried I was going to get yeah. caught. But the uh, one time she let me in there to play right. was after I stepped in a bee's nest and got stung like 50 times. And she felt bad for me. Oh, she Nintendo felt bad for, for you. Like an hour. Yeah. Nice. So just get stung Smooth. by a bunch of bees next time your sister, That's who is smart. now an adult, and you don't need to steal the game from her. Yeah. Yeah, in her <laughs> mid-30s. But if it never comes up. <laughs> We've settled on sharing a Hulu account. That's uh, about it. Next time you you use the Hulu Instead account, just get stung by a bunch of bees. <laughs> come on. Come, come on, Sandra? sis. What the hell? Uh no, 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 that's not her name. Why do you have a do you have a sister named Cassie? That's a that's a No, her name's Cody. Yeah, it is a name. It is a name. It's yeah. a very rare name I'm starting to find. A relatively rare name. So then now everybody knows my sister's name, they could call her up and tell her she's a total bitch for not letting me. We haven't said play last Star Wars name, so don't that worry. one Nobody time. Knows your last name. <laughs> yes. Renunculus. Don Renunculus. <laughs> That's a good last name. Vernunculus. Yeah. Everybody knows. Everybody knows. Yeah. yeah. That's a stupid. <laughs> Who's everybody? How many yeah. people oh, listen to this fucking thing? Do. You, Don listens to it. I do. I'm yeah, huge fan. I think, I think we yeah. have maybe two number one, one and only. <laughs> yeah. No, it's a great pod. I mean, I, dude, I really dig it. I really dig your pocket. In fact, I won't even like, like full disclosure. I won't even talk to people about video games, especially console gamers. Like. I'm a very uncomfortable person in most social situations, but when people anywhere, like at a bar, start talking about video games, even all alone, I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, fuck okay. you, man. <laughs> like, all right. 
But there's, so, yeah, but there's something about like, you know, you only like to play indie and like retro games and you know, you know your facts and stuff or like, you know, even the, you know, despite the fact that you guys are totally into consoles and stuff, you're like the <laughs> only people I can imagine talking to video games about other than the other two dudes that are like hardcore into PC uh. gaming that I play with. <laughs> so I really like your show. I don't know what it is and I don't even play console. I think it's because because it's almost like a learning experience listening to your show because I only because you only talk about games that I've just basically never heard of which for me is so weird like so strange you know like old retro style games old consoles yeah. you never even hear about <laughs> how many other people can you name that have a three <laughs> three. I, I don't know anybody else <gasps> nobody I don't know anyone that's I don't know anyone that's ever owned one fun. other than you it's not fun like <laughs> it's awful. I want one so I knew a kid mad. had a Jaguar once. You probably have one. That's with a big old... I had a friend with a Jaguar when I was Did a you? Kid. Atari. Yeah, I played one fighting game on it. I don't remember anything about it. Oh, f- and then I played again at oh, PAX God. a few years ago. We played yeah. Cybermorph, the worst game. Cybermorph? I remember It's not good. It's a bad game. Is it? Game. <laughs> it's a bad game. It's so bad. look that up. What, what happens like, if you like fly into the wall? What if she, she says something? She's like, please turn around. Please turn around. You're going the wrong way. <laughs> That's really frustrating. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, yes, I, I don't know why. Like, I have some, like... So, Let's like, for me, with, like, retro stuff, it started off with, like, the nostalgic part. And then I was like, okay, so, like, I, I had an NES mm. and an N64. So, like, it started with me rebuilding the NES games that I had as a kid. And then it was, like, I had some of the N64 games, so yep. I like, bought more. And then, like, NES, N64 was, like, the big one. So then I just kind of got into that. And then from there, it was, like... You know, all the, you know, Super Nintendo and Sega Genesis and stuff. But then, like, I got really into, like, the weird, like, obscure stuff from, like, the early 80s, like, late 70s, early 80s, like, the Atari 2600 and, like, the Atari 600 XL and the Magnavox Odyssey 2 and, like, getting those. And now I'm, like, on a kick and eventually I want to get all the, like, the really shitty ones from the 90s, like, the Jaguar and, like, the CDI. Yeah. I have the 3DO. I think those are the only ones that I can think of. It's a nice. It's nice to have a collection like that, you know. And then it was also, you know, whenever you feel like it, you just sit down and plug into it. And there is something to be said for like the nostalgia in it. And I'll tell plug you, into the future. my dad is a great example. <clears throat> my dad's the kind of guy where, okay, so he saw Lord of the Rings, and after he saw it, I go, "What do you think of that?" And he felt like serious as a heart attack. He just goes, "That eh, can never happen," right? Like that's my dad. He's not into video games. He's not into anything like that. He's not into fantasy. But you sit him down in front of a twenty six hundred, yeah. and he'll just sit there all afternoon. You know, he loves it. There's just something yeah. about it makes him feel like a kid again. You know, so there's a good reason but to be collecting. I click all the shitty ones. <laughs> well, you know, you're going for completion, man. It's like, it's like you know, you could also think of it like trading cards. You know, like I like. Have you ever collected Spider-Man like cards or Marvel cards or anything? Yeah. So I, I, yeah, magic's a t- that's a tough one. To no, yeah, you, you know, don't really collect that. It's more you actually you know, play. With I collect. <clears throat> You're talking about, I have I have the full alpha and beta sets. Well, those are the those are game those are card games. I mean, like I'm talking about like um like the original. Yeah, Spider-Man I had like I think I had like Lion Marvel King card oh, right. set and like Aladdin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had those. Yeah, well, yeah. like the tops. Cards. Yeah, like tops cards. Yeah. So you when you've got a collection like that, you're sort of going for completion. With gaming, it's sort of like sort of kind of the same thing. You know, it's it's not yeah, about what you're going to do with need, it. It's though. about like, having. Why do I have you know? fucking like? Like, why do I have... Well, that's the real problem. Why do I have a text... <laughs> why you feel that way. With, like, the voice... It's... <laughs> what is that? Is that a calculator? <laughs> Sounds like a calculator. 
Yeah, it's, it's like, like the, the SAT home computer plus was like your graphing calculator in high school. The TI-99 slash 4A was like this shitty home computer. And it's like, I have... It's... Um, Did it do know. calculations? It has, I, I, what do I have for it on there? I have some like... I'm looking. That's obscure, man. I mean, that's out there. I, I have a cartridge for it. It's like and I'll tell you what, that's... I've never heard of it until you brought it back. So would you would you also do like would you call would you get a Commodore that 64 is like, that's, or is that more like that's kind of like a I, computer I would love a Commodore 64 but like interested in. that takes up a lot of real estate yeah that's like a that's a big thing like the the TI 99 yeah, is literally they call it a home yeah. computer because it's literally just like a keyboard with all the hardware built in and you plug it into your TV is it really well that's what a Commodore 64 like, is. Yeah, I think yeah they yeah. they have the peripheral drives and the monitors you can get for it, but you can also get and the like, one twenty eight. I think that might TV. be what you're thinking of. Well, I gotta add that to the list. Yeah, it's just keyboard. You plug it into the TV. Oh, there you go. Yeah, well, I'll tell you because there's some really great games for the sixty five. The flight simulator for Commodore sixty four, believe it or not, is absolutely amazing. It's really oh, good and super difficult. I'll have to, I'll have to check that That's out. a lot of fun. Yeah. Also, it's pretty. It makes a pretty gnarly synthesizer too. You, if you get a Commodore, if you get the manual with it, there's a couple of pages programming, uh, like dedicated to programming your own okay, synth, well, like in Basic. So, so and it makes I have pretty gnarly noises. The TI ninety nine. I have the peripheral. It's a it's yeah. The, it's the speech synthesizer. Or the I think it's the speech synthesizer. And okay. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I got a I got a cartridge that there's there's, there's, could, there's a couple different cartridges like. Extended basic that you can do, but it only has pre-programmed words. And then there's another one yeah. that uses like phonetics and will say anything. So you can just make it say dirty words, which is like, I right. giggle so much every time I make it say like, poop or something. <laughs> can you teach me to laugh? <laughs> we have a, I'm just going to go ahead. And I, don't, I don't think we talked about it on the podcast, um, but we're like at the hump because I can't render video, but I, I we were going to make it like a dear Abby, Abby segment. <laughs> We're gonna have people ask for advice, but like the TI ninety nine will give you the advice. It's just this shitty, <laughs> shitty robot voice is gonna <laughs> give you bad advice. <sighs> Contemplate <laughs> your existence. Uh, That's yeah. pretty awesome. That's a great idea. You gotta give it. A, you gotta yeah, give it. It's gotta have. Though, it's, yeah, it's right? gotta like be a Sparky character. or something. I don't know. You know? I don't know. We haven't decided yet. Kind of like a. <laughs> have it on the show. <laughs> So does it have? Does it? Oh my god! Be does it have any sort of? Does it have like any kind of like removable storage or like internal memory that you could save like samples I, I on? I, you know, like save some sort of. Because if I remember correctly, if, if you're programming that sort of thing like in Basic, it's not like, it's not like you can just you know set up a whole bunch of samples. It's like that one program is probably made to say like that the, the one, one thing. I'm, what is it called? You know. Um, it's called. It, well, the TI ninety nine emulator. Um, so, okay. <laughs> terminal emulator. What could emulate a terminal? That's terminal like terminal emulator two. Um, <laughs> that's what a terminal called. emulator. And it, and that it is the weirdest thing like, I've ever basic, heard in my life. The, the basic, the TI basic that they have only has pre-programmed words that you can use. Terminal emulator uses like phonetics, yeah, okay. and like if you get really into it, you can program inflection yeah. and stuff. Because like if I type in a question, it's not going to read okay. it as an question <laughs> unless I change the inflection, which is just like it starts getting into numbers, and I'm like, "Fuck this!" I just know how to make it say words, which is like when it's not saying it in like proper, like grammatically correct, it's way funnier. So, 
Right. Uh, I'm just going to stick with right, that. But yeah, course. that's the one that – I don't know where I was going with this. you got to fire that up for the show. Well, You're it's got to be like a, a Dear Abby segment, with this thing. It wouldn't be, it wouldn't be hard. Oh. Yeah, well, you know. Yeah. One step at a time. But you should have that the problem do the is intro like, the yeah, show. I, oh, oh, we were you talking know, about like saving program things. Um, I know that there are like – there's like the cassettes. Like you can save it onto a, like a cassette tape. Um, but you need the drive, and there is yep. there is like three and a half inch like floppy that you could get for it. Uh, I don't know if there's like a hot. How does this thing hook up to the TV? Is it the coax or is it probably just RCA? Yeah. RCA, yeah. right? Yeah, but, but well, we can just now the here's the real question: Do you have any? It. Do you have any systems that hook up? Like, okay, so you know RCA is pretty ancient, but do you remember before that how they had the yeah, old coax. like oh, yeah. screw down terminals? Oh, is that just coax without the um, without oh, the so jack? You're thinking of, uh, I guess it. I guess it would be. It's like two prongs, and you have to like, like old. Screw each. Yeah, it's a, that's that's like yeah. UHF, I think, or something. Yeah, like, or like RHF. Yeah. Do you have any systems that um, only output that? All of all of those old systems have use that, but well, there was um, you can convert it to coax. Um. Yeah, I remember the there was a little gray box for the Nintendo. Uh, that, like, well, the Nintendo you didn't like need to that use that. Something. That was just coax. But there was like a there was like a UHF connection to okay. it. Okay. Um, most of the systems right. I have use that. Um, <laughs> but the thing is, is like it's very easy to convert it to coax. Um, like I have a cable that I can literally just use on ninety percent of those old systems that will just plug into the coax. And it's actually I actually have an adapter that goes yeah. into coax that turns it into like an RCA adapter. And I just use that. Um, right. Yeah, and it makes it so much easier. That's all you need. Like, I just leave that thing plugged into the back of the TV. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, yeah. Gaming days of yore. I remember um, when I was really young. I mean, I must have been. It was when I first got my Nintendo. It was within days of getting my Nintendo. I went to school. I was in kindergarten when I got it. And I've told one of my buddies, like, yeah, I just got a Nintendo, man. I've been playing Mario and all this stuff. And he's like, yeah, well, have you found the secret level yet? And I was like, what are you talking about? What secret level? And he's like, dude, on the back of your Nintendo, there's a switch, okay? Switch that switch, and <laughs> and you'll get the secret level in Mario. So I went home, and I flipped the switch, and I like, yeah, and I yeah, forgot yeah, about, yeah. you know, the three or four channel selector switch? So I yeah. turned it on, and I couldn't get the thing to work, like, at all. It was just all, like, scrambled, and it didn't look right at all. And I told my dad, I was like, Dad, my Nintendo doesn't work. And he's like, well, what did you do? And I, like, completely forgot that I flipped the switch. And I was like, nothing. I didn't do anything. I just turned it on, and it didn't work. So he spent, like, three hours trying to figure out what the hell was going on, and he boxed the whole <laughs> thing back up the next day, and he took it back to return it. <laughs> he got down, the guy at the counter goes, did he flip the switch on the back? And my dad just looked at me, and he goes, did you flip the switch on the back of that thing? And I, it was, like, the first time in my life I just went, <laughs> oh yeah! <laughs> First stoner moment of my my entire life. Having well, the age I, of seven. I remember there was like um, there's like a videos about old Nintendo like uh, customer service training or something like that on like how to deal with stupid customers yeah. basically and what to do. I, it might have been a um, might have been a gaming historian video. I don't remember, but I, uh, I'll try to find that later. So. Yeah, that was my experience with Nintendo. <laughs> Back when yeah, I didn't even know how to hook yeah. my own system up, and then my dad got, to do it. We got our N64. Yep, because yep. my dad's like, "Oh yeah, it comes with everything you need," and <laughs> and it came with everything <laughs> you needed. But like, they specifically <laughs> bought us a TV so we wouldn't like clog up the cable. But he didn't have the right cables to plug into the new right. TV that they just fucking bought because the new TV only had coax. <laughs> okay, didn't have like the fucking RCA right. in the front. It was 
Yeah, so he yeah. he was like super yeah, pissed. He's like calling in like Nintendo on like Christmas, and they're like, "Yeah, you need this." Yeah, and he's like, "Because we want <laughs> like, Christmas, like, we well, gotta play." I'm like, "Yeah," and he's like, "Well, you you need to go buy this." And he's like, "Fuck!" So he had like let he had to let me play it on the TV, so he couldn't he couldn't watch his like the Christmas oh, story twelve man. times that day. <laughs> yeah, your mom probably got him like a brand new VCR or something. He's like, "Oh, I can't wait to use this." And just little Brad, come on, I want to play my Nintendo uh, now. <laughs> Wish I never had kids. Yeah. <laughs> that, that sounds a, like that a good a, Christmas, uh, Brad. <clears throat> yeah. Back, I remember the first time I ever hooked up a Nintendo on my own. It was we were living like in Georgetown. We used to live on Pearly Pond there, over in Georgetown. And my dad, we had just gotten home from somewhere, and my Nintendo was in a bag because I remember like I used to carry it around everywhere in a plastic bag. And my dad got in the shower. I remember knocking on the door like, hey, I need my Nintendo hooked up. My dad's like, I'm in the shower, kid. Like, what do you, like, what do you, like, what do you want? He's like yelling at me. I was like, shit, man. I was like left to my own devices for the first time. It took me like, I don't know, five minutes to figure out how to hook it up. I was so goddamn proud of myself. Uh, <laughs> that's a good story. So that's my story. I think it's a good, <clears throat> Is it? I think, I think it's a good right. story to end it on. I, I, I call it a good episode. Yeah, this that's a, this, that's, is very this is a pretty long podcast for you guys, huh? It's okay. It's been a it's good a, one. This is a very long yeah. podcast. Except for you, except for you, Craig. Yeah. You fucking suck. So, should we... I don't know. <laughs> well, <laughs> no. What were you talking about? Right. The funniest thing on the last... The, not the last podcast, but the one before that where you were talking about uh, when you were canceling your cable oh, and yeah. you called and you made up that story. <laughs> and there's Craig just kind of like listening the whole time and not like saying anything and you go through the whole thing and then they end like the first thing he said was you're just like <laughs> you you are an idiot <laughs> uh, I thought that was great that's that those are my exact feelings tonight <laughs> yeah, good. yeah yeah well they're, thanks for having me on the podcast yeah. it's been enjoyable yeah thank you very much for yeah, joining man. us yes the first of hopefully many guests. Yeah, the yeah. You know, you guys, you gotta have Ray on, man. You should have Ray like have make background music for you <laughs> while you guys are talking. <laughs> like a special musical guest in the background. You should have special uh, musical guests play ambient yeah, music in the background while you guys do your thing. He's gonna start doing some spoken word stuff, and then it's just gonna. It's not gonna. Bl- oh yeah, you just have have him in the background making all sorts of weird noises and shit. Do you know? So like, oh yeah, Ray, I brought the Tesla just sit coil. Sit there, make noises, and don't <laughs> say anything. Oh. Yeah. Well, thanks for joining Noel. us, Don. Absolutely. So, anyway. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah. For all yeah, the listeners out there, remember jokes. to follow us on all the things. Yeah. Uh, Until next time. I don't know. Bye. What else? Okay. Bye. Bye.